Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Midweek Motorsport. News, features, special guests, and analysis from the experts. Formula One, sports car and endurance racing, rallying, touring cars and bikes. If it has wheels and an engine and they keep score, it's on Midweek Motorsport. Hello, everybody, and welcome along, just after 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, apologies, we have to say straight away, bit of a problem earlier on with our WEC uh, preview. Got that sorted, you did catch up, that's why we're a couple of minutes late tonight. Uh, we've stayed on, ready, thanks to Paul Trustwell. Shea Adam is here. Hello. Thank you. Uh, and up in London, <laughs> that's all she's seeing tonight, Shea Adam is here. Hello. She's been Perfect. talking for the last two hours. She doesn't need to say any more. No, hang on. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that. No, you were just supposed to say hello <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody I was, that was on a hotkey. Hang on. And hey, Shea Adam. Hello. See? Perfect. And on a packed programme tonight, Tim, we have what? Uh, we have all the usual features. All of them? Yes. Right, excellent. Uh, including pointless press release of the week. Ooh. Uh, which will come up quite early, I think. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, we will be previewing uh, some of the other things happening this weekend that we didn't talk about uh, in the wet preview show. Uh, and we should say, if you missed the West WEC preview, which we were talking afterwards. Yes, we started at five and went till seven, although it broadcasted from six to eight. I have no clue about that, but Tim worked his magic. Thank you very much indeed. It's, it's gonna, it's just magic. You don't have to. You never tell how much it works, do you? No. Uh, tonight at 10 o'clock, and we will podcast that ASAP for those of you in Europe, although not in Portugal, because you're on the same time zone as us, and you can stay up till midnight. But everybody else, apparently, in Europe, 1 o'clock in the morning, is too late to stay up. Don't forget Ireland. And Iceland. Are they on our time zone as well? Ireland are. Are they? Yeah. Don't get me started. Uh, uh, moving on. Can I uh, just mention... Can I just say hello to Cher? Hello. We've already <laughs> done that four times. Uh, it, just, it just doesn't get old, frankly. Hello. Every time she, you press that one, I'm going to respond with the hooray one. Uh, <laughs> I could do that as well. Hooray! See? That was too loud. <laughs> you need to normalise that. Uh, in joke. Uh, can I just Broadcast joke. thank you to uh, all of our listeners in Bulgaria? Really? Yes. Uh, Who have made us number 175 in the Bulgarian iTunes chart. <laughs> Get in! Back of the net! That's higher than we are in any other territory. Really? Yes. So we are, the mo- we are most popular in Bulgaria? Apparently so. Okay. Or maybe other sports podcasts have less popularity in Bulgaria. Fewer. I think the word is you look No, the popularity is unquantifiable, so therefore Not it's less. You can't count popularity. Fewer. Uh, let's. Wrong. <laughs> I know that 
I'm, I'm, I just, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I've got so Cher here. Hello. We've and talked. Nick. Hooray! We've well. talked about the world. <laughs> you said you were going to keep the three. Uh, we've <laughs> talked about the World Endurance Championship on a show that some of you would have heard if you'd be tuning in two hours early, and some of you will hear in two hours' time. That's right. at Silverstone this weekend. Yes. Uh, but, John, you're not going to be at Silverstone this weekend, are you? Probably not. Where are you going? Um, well, if British Airways can manage to get their act together, which, frankly, is a bit of a long shot. It's 50-50. They might have cancelled me flight. Who knows? They might not have. Then I'm going to be in Barcelona. That's Barcelona. For the 24 hours of Barcelona. Oh, you're right on it, here. I tell you, right on it. That's the circuit of Catalonia, which is just outside Barcelona. Let's move on to... Oh, do you want to do some tweets? Uh, go on, I'll rattle through a couple. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hello to Rob Chalmers, who is saving the podcast to drown out the arguing parents and screaming children on the late night Thomas Cook flight home tomorrow. Uh, Tron Valentine is in tonight. Hello. He says, 2020 Super Sebring tickets on sale now. They have been for a little while, absolutely. Uh, and get those boards straight away. Apologies for absence at Dean Court watching the Mighty Cherries in the Carabao Cup, says Jake. Oh, hang on. Let's check the score then. In the Carabao Cup, uh, the Cherries are. That's Bournemouth. AFC Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Uh, AFC Bournemouth. Twenty minutes in, nils age with Forest Green, at the moment. That'll Burnley one up Green against Rovers. Sunderland. Forest Green, obviously. Yes. Uh, Burnley one up. That'll not last. Uh, Lincoln City one up against Everton. Newcastle at home, uh, drawing a nil-nil with Chester. But the big news Leicester, is Leicester, not Chester. Leicester. If they were drawn with Chester, that might be worrying after twenty-two minutes. It'd be very Steve, uh, Steve Bruce, but never mind. Uh, Lincoln City scored after 21 seconds against Everton. That's the... Uh, the oh, I didn't want to do that. That was uh, almost the quickest goal of the night, apart from the one at the Liberty Stadium, where it appears Kevin Peterson scored. Really? I'm sure he didn't. Uh, sh- uh, right, hang on, let me get back to the tweets and then we can get onto our opening story. See that? I was distracted there by something sh- uh, shiny. Uh, EFA's tonight from Slipstream Gaming, listening to the podcast on the way to Silverstone for WAC on Friday. On another note, I saw that uh, an aw- a team awful Williams finally won on Monday, albeit Alan Jones's 1978 FW06 at Ulton Park Gold Cup. Hey, but still, I'm sure Claire Williams will take it. David Raleigh says, apologies for option, ab- absence, uh, trying not to be caught watching the football. We'll save the podcast and WEC preview for the drive to Silverstone Friday. A lot of people going to Silverstone Friday. Got the discounts as well. Uh, eating I hope going from a long way away if they're planning to listen to the podcast on the way. Because it is two hours. It was a good two hours, though. We just got into the floor tonight. And I, I really... Ent- trust I'm not us complaining w- that it is two hours. I'm saying that if you live in Leicester, your journey is not going to be long enough. Well, you could go the long way around. You could go via... Uh, Gloucester, uh, you know. Uh, one of our uh, occasional producers uh, <laughs> on Monday uh, went from Leeds to London via Birmingham. Excellent. Uh, Donald says no airfares tonight. Finally got to watching the gentleman driver. Loved it. Right turn lovers, hoping that the 22 uh, that that the 
WEC, W sorry, WEC preview will be podcast. We'll get that up as quickly as we can. Oliver Gillet, Olivier Gillet, that's what I'm going to call you from now, Oliver. Uh, looking forward to tonight's show, expecting a mega hurrah for Nick with Formula One uh, returning this weekend. Hooray! And Shea's here as well. Hello. Do you Excellent. know how I know that Formula One's back this weekend? Because? Because I got a uh, notification from a uh, certain social media app which simply said, Formula Pierre Gasly has tweeted for the first time in a while. <laughs> so it must be back. So it must be back. They're they're back from their holidays. They're allowed to be on social media. Excellent. Although some of them never left. George Russell. Uh, right, he's there. Oh, Max Miller checked in and ready for mid uh, week motorsport. Supping a G and T after a long day. Chris Suku listening as well. And looking forward to tonight's show after a weekend's car fest, according to Zach Brown's comments there. It's Vettel to Red Bull, Alonso back to Ferrari for a year before Ricciardo heads to Ferrari, <laughs> says Michael Tenney. Uh, and what does Zach Brown know, really? Although I do like the new single, right? Uh, it's fantastic. Kevin Payne says, free English lessons from Tim Gray this evening. Yes, I kind of missed the point of what I was saying, though. Uh, AMR listening in while savouring... Wreckfest on PS4, if any of the Tora guys are listening. Hope this is on Xbox. It's brilliant. And Dave Alcock says, good evening. Hope you're all well. Fingers crossed for great weather for this weekend. And excellent. Uh, and also joining us live from Boston is Declan Brennan. Good evening, Dex. Hello. Yes, and just to point out that uh, Zach Brown, the one with the K, is uh, awful and responsible for arguably the worst record ever made. Uh, and, I do like uh, every... someone I used to know. I like his new single. Oh, he just he's so bad. That whole brand of fake, packaged, pretend, polished country music is just I the thought you worst. were going to say I... fake, packaged, pretend sponsorship uh, finder. No, no I, I just hate contemporary country music. It's just... It's just pop music with an accent and a, and a specific wet arrangement. And it's well, it's just... not country. I'll give no, you it's that. Awful. It's not country. It's great. I love... Oh, dicks, really? It's pop music and it has nothing to say. Real country music has something to say. Go listen to John Prine. Listen to Sam Stone by John Prine and, and you'll hear music that has something to say. Now, next week on Arguments About Other Cultures Music, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be discussing Swahili jazz. <laughs> so, now, listen, jazz. if you're going to talk nice. about that... You've got to be very careful because there's obviously two factions of Swahili jazz and they don't talk to each other, as you very well know, as you very well know. Stay there, Dex. We'll get back to you in a moment. Nick Damon is here. Shea is here. Hang on. Nick Damon is here. Hooray! Shea is here. Hello. And Tim is up in London. And here's the first story. Shuffle the papers and play the jingle. And that's what we've got time for tonight. <laughs> That was very good. That was very good, Tim. Where are we going tonight? Two wheels, four wheels, three wheels, seven wheels. What are we going for? If you're 11 minutes late to the show, don't worry, you've missed missed nothing. nothing. uh, Apart from some football scores. Uh, We're going to start on two wheels. Right, hang on. I will get Declan Brennan up for this, as well as Nick Damon, who who are in tandem... Actually, that see that doesn't work. I was going to say in tandem, our motor GP and how motorcycle. About, how about our sidecar? Our sidecar. Sidecar. <laughs> oh yes, very good. Which yes. one of you would be in the chair? I, I just feel uh, that that uh, that Declan's more wiry, so he could lean out better than me. Do you know? I'm, 
Yes, I'm I'm definitely uh, Kurt Waltersberger to his Egbert Stroyer. <laughs> so, uh... Look it up, kids. Do you know, I've got to tell you this right now. One of the things I have always, always, always wanted to do is be the passenger in a motorcycle. I've always cycle. wanted to be the driver. You see, I wouldn't be your passenger, though, okay. in fairness. I would like coming out I, now. I'd like my to be with Fergus someone who knew it. what they were doing. Yeah, my brother Fergus, Fergus has done it at Mandela Park. In the and, chair. Uh, raved about the chair, yes. I'd want a comfy chair, but that's not going to work somehow. Mm. I don't know. Might get, uh, might get a biscuit. If any listeners can uh, can be a Jimmel fix-it to this request, then I, do get I, in I, touch. I, I don't think we're, allowed to talk, we're not allowed to talk about him <laughs> anymore, are we? He's been erased from the whole of the BBC history ever. It's just... <clears> can I just it. say, though, now then, now then. Now then, now then. You appear not to have caught me over 30 Stop years. it. Move on. Now then, now then. Right. Lean over to the left on Stop. left. Tandis. Stop. Into the right on the right. Can I just uh, mention that if you listen to the theme tune and then listen to Pet Sounds by the Beach Boy, you hear where it comes from. Ah, very good. Uh, The MotoGP calendar for 2020 has uh, been leaked. Oh, you do like a calendar, don't you? And it has 20 races on it. 20? 20, which is the maximum allowed. And what's more, none of the first four of them are in Spain. Blimey. <laughs> Blimey, and they, they will feature a, they'll feature at least two tracks that uh, Mark Marquez won't win on. That will be Austria and England. <laughs> Great Britain. Uh, they started... No, England was right. You were absolutely correct there. The track is in England, but the Grand Prix is the British Grand Prix, of course. That'll be yeah. changed for it's next not, year. It's not the Grand Prix of Wales anymore, then. Circuit, Circuit of Wales. Yeah. Uh, Doha, traditional place to start. Yes. Uh, Ram, stolen from World Superbikes. Oh. Maybe, I love that track, by the way. Maybe picked that up because a, it was discarded. That is, that is fun. That is a fun track. I like like it l- a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, then to Austin. Yeah, so that's when Marcus uh, then, uh, wins. Then he, he wins that one. Temas de Rio Hondo. Yes, Argentina. You'll probably win that if he doesn't fall off. Uh, Jerez. Hooray, win Spain. That's the first one. That's the fifth round. That's the first one in Spain. Yeah, Le Mans. So... Uh, Here's the here's the here's the, the deal. Why don't we just work out uh, where in the calendar Mark Marquez wins, he wins the title, title. and uh, and a, a circle like Manzel in '92 uh, in the uh, and then you know then work out how, how much fun the rest of the races will be when he's given up. Mm. Uh, so Le Mans is round six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mugello is seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, round eight is another Spanish one. Aragon? Aragon. Aragon. No, Aragon's Aragon, yeah. the, near no that's the, the end of the year. That's the, the one that you're not coming to with Catalonia. me and forcing me to go on my Sector own. Sector Catalonia, that's right. Mm. Barcelona. Then the Saxon ring. Right. Uh, then Why have we Why not got heavy metal? Saxon, we, we need some Saxon. We really Saxon. need some we need <laughs> big, huge <laughs> power cords <laughs> for that. We need Wheels of Steel by Saxon, please. Uh, <laughs> then you. we want Assen. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, uh, just before the summer break, mm-hmm. off to the Kimi Ring. Mm, in Finland, a new, new track. Yes. Is this Which they've Kimi, been testing. Is it really called the Kimi Ring? Yes. yes. Because? I can, I, the answer it's I made of ice cream. I, I think it's because he's an arse. <laughs> <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen Ring? No, is it's that... not spelled that way. Okay. Oh, well, with a Y. That's how I'm taking it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Sam Collins told us about it years ago. Right. 
Dave Alcock says, uh, having tweeted to at Specutainment, which is how you get in touch with us tonight. I think they're trying to share the races around more, so only eight rounds are in Spain in 2020. Hmm. I do like the finish, the, the logistical weirdness of the finish, where it goes Spain, the other end of the world for three weeks, and then Spain again. Mm, it's yeah. a, it's it's very cool the way they do the that. second half the calendar. Basically, then. the MotoGP calendar is like a boomerang. You keep trying to get the thing out of Spain, but it keeps coming back. Yeah, what do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A, a stick. stick. Excellent. <laughs> My favourite joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, summer break, Bruno. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. We love uh, Bruno. Red Bull Bruno. Wing. Yes. Silverstone. Yes. Week later than usual. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mizano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aragon. Mm-hmm. This is old Spain here. Uh, Mategi. <laughs> it's not, not Spain. Spain. Philip Island. Still not Spain. Uh, Sepang. Uh, uh, Still not Spain. That's late. Mo- moving to Spain. Spanish yeah. protectorate. <laughs> uh, Gibraltar. <and> Stop. <laughs> Never going to be part of Spain. And, uh, oh, yes. moving the politics on. There. And then Valencia. Is that in Spain? Spain. Yeah. Which is oh, unless it's Valencia the... Island, which is off the coast of Ireland. It, oh it, yes, it, which it, is which is one of the uh, one of the regions for the shipping forecast, of course. Yes, which correct. actually that'll be a real struggle if they're going to try and run cars around there. In fairness, Catalonia might not be in Spain by the time they go there. Valencia. You know, what we'll have to do one week. We'll have to come up with an entire Grand Prix calendar made up entirely of typos. <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Start thinking about that now. You said that without thinking about any of them. Except Valencia, Valencia which is the first one. Yes. Uh, terrible uh, crash in turn one and everybody's in the sea. Yes. <laughs> that could still be true in Valencia. Uh, well, yeah. that's true. Or Phillip Island. Valencia. Valencia is described as the, uh, uh, the Grand Prix of the uh, community of Valencia. Right. Okay. Uh, and just for shall we actually talk about some Mortal GP that happened last weekend? Just for the benefit of uh, Declan, hmm? Zach Brown. No. All right. Oh, Saxon. Oh, Saxon. Saxon. Yes. Sa- Saxon in quiet mode. Is this Wheels of Steel? Like, what Saxon is this? This it's is not Iron, wheels, of steel, Iron no. wheels. Iron, Iron wheels. wheels. There you go. Oh. That'll do. That's enough. I'll learn the chords for that. Uh, there's right. three of them first of, I think there's a few more and there's a couple of minor chords in that as well let's uh, let's talk about Silverstone the weekend first thing uh, because I know Dex has got a, a whiz off very shortly um, first thing track brilliant Stuart the rest of the guys at Silverstone well done did some remedial work even after Grand Prix but absolutely great everybody had uh, good things to say about. All right, it was fine. It was tropical. It looked Mediterranean, even on the TV pictures. But Nick, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, well I done. Mean, the track was um, well raceable without with a relatively limited amount of complaints. It must have been perfect. No, that really good. The track was really, it really well. Flat as a billiard table. Mm, done a great job. You have to ask why they get it wrong the first. The surface time. looked amazing. Yes, exactly. The exactly. surface well, was amazing, which helped because it, you know it was that hot, it was the hottest race of the year. It was indeed. Track temperatures up, I think, to forty-four degrees Celsius at one stage. Dex, um, minor categories, uh, three and two, loved it. All fantastic stuff. Rather put in the shade by MotoGP, but let's talk about three and two first. You can't fault MotoGP at the moment. They've got a brilliant set of support races with three and two and three and two at the moment is fantastic three back to normal after having a little bit of an odd one 
uh, where the wet-dry track at uh, um, Spielberg let three or four guys get away, but this was the usual pack of 127 uh, riders at the front and where was everybody was in the lead. Every, and yeah, everybody was... at some stage was in the lead, yes. Yeah, it, and the, the, the thing that I, I, you notice kind of most about it is that, uh, and I tweeted about this a few weeks ago, literally the least relevant sport uh, or the least relevant section of any professional sport in the world is Moto3 qualifying. Mm. It is absolutely pointless. They might as well just say, draw it out of a hat or ask them to sing to see. Uh, uh, like, it's just... <laughs> That's a great idea. It's Aaron, Aaron Kinnett qualified 15th or something. And, and the commentary, oh, you know, he's qualified. It's a poor showing. No, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it literally doesn't matter. When the leading pack after in, within three laps is 22 riders separated by three seconds drafting each other, it doesn't matter. It's amazing. It's, um, it's an amazing ra- It's the first race. If I'm watching the ball on demand, I watch Moto3 first. I have to watch three first because it's so brilliant. But Moto2, and we've talked about this, John, Moto two has been transformed by the engine. We know we've already discussed this. The, the rideability of the of the of the seven eighty five Triumph, but the improvements that are being made by Speed Up with their chassis uh, in relation to Calyx is great. It's really and it means that we're just we're seeing incredibly close racing. On saying that, we got a brilliant race partially because Alex Marquez binned it. Yes, uh, which is which is really interesting. But what Marquez, are you aware of this, that Marquez already has basically committed to Moto2 for next year because yes. there is nowhere, there's, there's nowhere, nowhere for him, him to, go. to go. Correct. Yamaha did not want him anywhere near a Yamaha bike because of his connection to Mark. Hmm. Correct. So there's nowhere for him to go. So if he wins the championship, he's likely staying with Mark VDS and he may well be joined by Alex Lowe's. We saw the VDS yeah. transporters coming out of Silverstone on Tuesday morning, funny enough, because they must have stayed over for a test, I think, on Monday. Uh, at least, well, the cert, well, it was a bank holiday on Monday in the UK. Maybe they just hung out and put their feet up and went, ciao. He's hot. Ah, he's but John, very hot. I say here. Yeah. Nick, I, I know I know you don't watch Moto2 as much, or you can't, but Moto2 next year, with the with the potential that Zarco might be back in Moto2 next year, and Jonas Fogger, and Bradley Smith, mm. and all of the guys, good, really, really good guys moving up from, from, from Moto3, Moto2 could be astonishingly good next year. Like, but, it, but it will be interesting to see who transfer their skills, because it's not always transferable skills from 3 to 2. Um, or from, indeed, 2 to MotoGP. Some people go much better when they go into MotoGP than they did in two. Folger, I think, is an interesting one. I'm interested to see what he does next year in Moto2. I'm not sure the Moto2 bike will suit him, to be honest. Well, it's already proved that it's not suiting him because he can't get the grips with... He hasn't been able to get the grips with it. He came in to, to substitute for... Uh, Correct. For... Uh, for I'm not going to say his name because I'll get it. I'll, I'll pronounce it really badly. The, uh, the, uh, Never oh, stop, Nick. He's made a career out of that, in fairness. <laughs> I know. He, yeah. say, he can't even say Fabio Quartararo, which is insane. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> but, but That French but, guy. Uh, yes, but, French guy, motorbikes. Hey, I, 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 I refute this inability to do foreign names. You should have heard me at the weekend. Right to the oh, last yeah, game, but I well with that. Completely. Oh, yeah, Very good. Very <laughs> but, good in World's Fastest Gamer. Godex. But John, yeah, the, the Folger, Folger struggled, but, but uh, which is interesting because he's 
with him losing his job due to illness and then coming back and then not pulling up any trees in 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 motor two it's it's dented his reputation really badly his teammate at tech three where they where he made his reputation was was one johan zarko Mm -hmm. we have a situation where both of those riders who were on their way up were who were on a very steep upward trajectory with tech three yamaha are now potentially on the outside of of MotoGP looking in uh, next year, and it's extraordinary. In the in the in the in the literally in the space of eighteen months, it's absolutely bizarre, but absolutely possible for that to be the case. Um, I know you've got to go, so a couple of I've got things. A few more, a couple more minutes. Yes. Right, Matthew Heinberg's just tweeted in at about your team, and I'll 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 throw this to both you and. And Nick, what do you think the crowds for MotoGP at Silverstone would have been if it hadn't cashed with the Manx GP Alaman TT Classic? I know some will say 50,000 wasn't a lot compared to other races. I wonder with less internal competition would have been higher. Motorcycle competition in particular. I tell you what, look at every single one of 50,000. We I was watching it when I got home, and one thing I noticed, Nick, was, and 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 Eve said, well, there's not many people in the grandstands. I said, motorbike guys don't want to stand sit in the grandstands. They want to be trackside. They want to be down low. I think 50,000 is a disappointing number, to be honest, because uh, obviously last year didn't count because it's rained off. It was yeah. down 10,000 on two or three years ago. There are a number of reasons for that, and I think one of the main reasons is that Mark Marquez has not um, excited the British crowd and is running away with the championship. Mm. Um, I was in McDonald's on Sunday afternoon, in where I live in Milton Keynes. And there was a constant stream of people who were coming into McDonald's mm-hmm. uh, from Silverstone. And there I is rep- a McDonald's closer to Silverstone than that, in fairness. There's one at Torsten. Yes, but on you, the no, no, that's in the one-way system. You have to keep going. Ah. And I reckon we saw a still about 30 Valentino Rossi shirts to three Mark Marquez yeah, shirts. Yeah. And with Rossi realistically on the way down, um, people are not... Yeah, the, the casual fans. I mean, if you ever think, when has a massive crowd turned up in in Britain? Mansell, Fogarty, the, even Your and Rossi could, and Rossi, despite not being British, even though he lived in London for a long time, mm. could pull the crowd. To take it above the level of the enthusiast, you need to have that personality, and and, that, that, and there isn't a personality who's chiming with the UK crowd. Carl Crutcher is a difficult person to like. Um, mm. So yeah, that's that's I, don't know, I would say that's why it is Declan. Um, Nick, I, I, I agree. I, I agree. I'm, I'm baffled. I, I believe that is the case, but I'm baffled by it because we've never been in a better era. Uh, Kenny Roberts said we've never been in a better era. And look yeah, at the era he, uh, he rode in. I see. I've been, people keep telling me what a great era it's in. But, you know, the fact is that you've got one rider and one bike that's head and shoulders above the rest. Ah, interesting. You think it's one bike. I don't believe it's one bike. I think it's one rider. I don't think that bike is is fundamentally Look at the way he had to ride that bike to, and still lost on air. Yeah, but I think, I think the reason, he, the point about it is, is no bike is perfect every track, but that bike is the major faults with that Honda, which was lacking a bit of drive and lacking a bit of power has been sorted out. So the weaknesses that it had are way less weak. And therefore, yes, you've got, we've, we've now got 20 races. You go, any bike goes to 20 races, it could probably only theoretically win 15 of them. But the fact is that it, perhaps it, before it was only 12 or only 10. You know, we, we knew he was going to win at Saxon Ring. We knew he was going to win in, um, well, he fell off in uh, uh, in the USA. But I think that's the key point about it. I think it, 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 it's a difficult series to, to, the other problem I'm having as well is personally, I'm finding him obnoxious at the moment. Who? Mark Marquez. Yeah, uh, me too. I, I, I want to go back to, to his absolutely egregiously awful uh, and completely disingenuous comments uh, in the in the aftermath of 
Dobby's sensational win in Austria, where he dismissed it and said, "Yeah, people won't remember that." And that's, oh no, they that's will. That's a horrifically and yeah, yeah. And he was disin- and he yes, was very and he was very disingenuous about Rins as well because oh, it's just my bad tactics. He doesn't. Yeah, you you've, you're going to oh. win. You're going to win the championship, Mark. Just a bit of the magnanimity, even if you don't mean it, goes really well. Well done, guys. I'll get you next time. No, hang That's on. All you Nick, need. Nick, there's John, two, th- there's two th- things here, right? It's all very well being a bad loser, right? Being a bad loser is one thing. Being a, being a not bad loser, being an awful loser is one thing. When you lose, you're allowed to be a bit of a pain in the arse. But you need to be a good winner. And, and let's be honest, Mark Marquez is still a winner. And what you're seeing from him now, and I agree with both of you here, you're seeing a bit of the petulance that we haven't seen before. So, right, do I like the fact that he wants to win everything? Yeah, absolutely. But when you don't, and when you are on the best bike and you are on the best rider, when somebody else does something absolutely outstanding, right, so at at Spielberg, at Red Bull Ring, you've never won there, you roared your heart out and you still didn't win. That wasn't the worst thing. That absolutely wasn't the worst thing that could have happened. You did all right, son. Give the guy who won a bit of a bit of credit. At Silverstone, I'm afraid you used your tyre up too much and you were being pushed by a bloke on a Suzuki, by the way, on a Suzuki, who outthought you and outroared you. Give him the credit for that. And and particularly, by the way, on the penultimate lap, when he set you up and did you like a kipper. You but had to push John. him off the cap. You have to John. put him off the, off the track to keep John. ahead of him. He didn't set him up because he admitted afterwards he thought that was the last lap. And I've, <laughs> and, and he did. Did and he really? I've, yes, and I've frozen. I've frozen him crossing the line and he would have won by even a, a tinier margin, I believe. He was fractionally ahead round the outside right. Barry Sheen did what Barry Sheen couldn't do in 1979 against Kenny Roberts I'm going to go with this he is too good to be this much of an a git he doesn't need to be, <laughs> he was never he was when he when he came up he was never a git he was this infectious kid Correct. who was kicking everybody's arse and he's suddenly he's he's decided he needs to be Ayrton Senna he needs to hate everybody and you know, and and it's and it's weird, and it's it feels unnatural to me, and it's and it's right, and it feels like I agree but, with but, you. I completely agree with you. He might have thought it was the last lap, but Marquez didn't, so it was still in the back of his mind when they came round next time around. Correct, now, uh, and, and, and in and fairness, finish, he had zero grip from his rear tyre. Marquez can say what he wants, but he's used up his rear tyre. Got a big slide on the and in the middle of the corner, but you t- take nothing away from Rince. He rode brilliant, and, and how long? Okay, how long, Declan, have we been talking about the Suzuki being a better bike than people give it credit for? And it, it certainly is. And Rin's got the best. You've got to think of Vinales sitting in third position. He used to ride the Suzuki going, I wish it had been that good when I was riding it. It's, it has. They've, they've improved the horsepower since he rode up by double digits. And they haven't lost any of its ability, any any of its balance. If they can do that again, if they can make one more jump in horsepower, like a 10, 12 horsepower jump again, that bike with even with rinse on it could be unbeatable, mm. because it's so beautiful, it's perfect, it's perfect in everything other than grunt. Uh, that will that will work, and Nick might disagree. That will work at every track if it has a bit more horsepower. Because believe me, I, I'll leave it you with this. The Suzuki is like our old GT4 uh, Porsche in in Conti. Uh, perfect balance, 
beautiful, but there was no substitute for the horsepower and torque yes. of the Mustang and and everything had to be perfect for us to win. If that Suzuki has has more horsepower and torque, nobody's beaten it. Mm. All right, D- I've got to Dex, go. I know you've got to go. <laughs> See you later, love. Thanks for being with All us. Right. Cheers, Bye-bye. mate. Dex Brennan, who uh, joins us tonight. Let's take a couple of tweets uh, here. Uh, Jack Gabriel says, uh, getting the podcast after just getting in from work. I painted two race cars today. Uh, a Caterham R400. Uh, very nice. And a Volvo Amazon. A what? A race car Amazon. Oh, that Excellent. is... Jack, I need pictures, mate. That's fantastic. I'd spec your team in, please. Uh, Double Wave Yellow says, if Vettel, as you were saying, goes back to Red Bull, Kimi will go to Ferrari for a year and then retire. Hmm. Okay. I'm sure we'll get into all that later. We certainly will. Who does Mark Marquez want to beat next, uh, Nick? Um, beat up or just beat? Beat. Um, Kenny Roberts. Know, is, it, is it a record of Agostini or something? No. It, it's a person. Is it? Oh, I don't but know. Not a, not a historical who, uh, person. He's not a motorcycle person. Not a motorcycle person. Oh, I don't know. Then. Etten Senna. Um, I found a picture of a uh, Volvo Amazon racing excellent. into Saab 96. <laughs> Happy days. I'll take I, I'll take Swedish the touring car, 1962. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take the Saab 96. That's a, that was a great car. Oh, the Amazon, it's fine. Do you think so? Yeah. No, I'd definitely go with the Saab. No. Look at the curves on that. Look, it's just we can't see the picture, so you're just talking no, to yourself no, now. No, every, <laughs> look it up, kids. Uh, right, who does he want to beat next? Lewis Hamilton. There you go. In what? Uh, on a bike and in a Formula 1 car. Right, OK. Well, he's going to win one of them and not the other. Well, he's gonna he's gonna easily win the bike thing, isn't he? And easily lose the Formula One car thing. Yes, because because frankly, I could say, Lewis, I want to take you on in. What's the a shopping le- trolley? A sh- I'm very good with a shopping trolley. I don't know. I think yeah. he's got I think up Lewis and down every. Well. Oh, up and down every aisle, or you've got mm-hmm. to do up and down every aisle, shit. You know that. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Why is cranberry sauce in a jar? Because that's how they come. What why else are why would be it in? not be in a jar? Because it comes in a can and she it makes this it great noise when it comes out of the can. That, yeah. means you, that means you have to eat all the cranberry sauce in one go. Would you like a you slice of cranberry, cranberry sauce? No. Yes, okay, that that's how you work. eat it. No, it's no. not made with cranberries. That's Blooming cranberry heathens. jelly. It's still jelly. Yummy. That's jelly. That's not. Who is it's not the, surprising uh, you pay so much of cauliflower. It's ridiculous way you treat food. Exactly. <laughs> who was a racing driver who had um, cranberries on his car? Came, no, well, yes, he came from mm. the uh, dynasty that made cranberry juice. Well, well, he'd be in New England somewhere, wouldn't he? Because that's where they make it, don't they? It's all I think washing about in the water. When she's in Canada, she has cranberry swamps next to her. Yeah. There's um. Sorry, there's... Is, that, is that why she has to go to the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I've got these cranberry swamps again, love. <laughs> I've got some ointment for that. You'll be <laughs> fine. Just keep rubbing it on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I'll come back to... Oh, no, really? The sponsor I, I, don't, I don't think you really need to. Uh, um, ocean mist. Sh- ocean, ocean spray. Ocean spray it was, yes. Was it Will Bratt? Ooh. I d- I, I don't do you know what? Was. I honestly don't know. Well, let's do this. The news that no one is talking about. The stories that aren't reported anywhere else. And for valid editorial reasons. Pointless press release of the week on Midweek Motorsport. Can I just remind you, listening to uh, (laughs) Series 14, Episode 33 and a third, as we're just uh, 35 minutes in. Uh, What have you got, uh, Tim, on the pointless press release? So a, a Start again. Start again. <laughs> Pointless press release of the week. I uh, think people listening to the, the recording of this show will have a much better experience because we'll cut all of those bits out. Okay. 
Uh, it might just be a shorter show. Uh, Far Out Toys have announced today the launch of the NASCAR Adventure Force Crash Racers game. Ooh! The first in a new line of NASCAR-branded <laughs> racing sets from Far Out Toys. The toy line will debut this weekend at South Carolina's historic Darlington Raceway as part of its oh. rollout oh. in Walmart stores nationwide. Yeah, and, and uh, Darlow's cut, of course, because, you know, it's next to Stockton. Near enough, if it so happens, it happens if it in doesn't, Stockton. If it, doesn't, if it doesn't happen in Stockton, it hasn't happened. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's the throwback weekend. Exactly. Isn't it? So is mm-hmm. it going to be retro toys? Retro toys. Mm-hmm. That will be full of lead and break as soon as you touch them. And they're <laughs> available exclusively at Walmart, I've just found out. Yes, and they online, are. yes. And online, yes. Uh, NASCAR online. Adventure Force Crash Racers. It's a snappy title, isn't it? It's yes, not, sure. no, not at all. Is the only toy that kids can race, wreck, and rebuild on an officially licensed NASCAR track. Yeah, but the big question wait, is though, hang on, stop, wait, stop. They can go out on the they track. They can go on the track with these toys. How long is I how can, long is it going to take them to get round Talladega? I can see a major problem with this. <laughs> right? If they rebuild them and they don't pass scrutineering, yes. they're going to be sent to bed without their teeth for 25 days. Yes, correct. Absolutely right. Or what happens What happens if their dad has had some coffee and gets banned? Oh, very good. Mm. Yeah, crew chief. You could lose all your points. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, NASCAR Adventure Force Crash Racers effortlessly captures the thrills... Effortlessly, and was and that? Ex- effortlessly. <laughs> captures the thrills and excitement of NASCAR, said Paul Sparrow, managing... Director Licensing Consumer Products of NASCAR. This latest toy collaboration with Walmart and Far Out Toys will help foster lifelong fans through endless NASCAR. Right, fans. we need. Right, hello, hello NASCAR, hello. What's it called? NASCAR Adventure toys. Force Crash Racers. Bye. Far Out Toys. Fire up. To- we need one to be able to. We need to do a review of of the of the the toys. The new NASCAR Adventure Force Crash Racers toy line no, releases stop with that now. Labor Day weekend and will include a just variety of special events at Darlington. On Friday, there's a NASCAR-themed party at Darlington's Walmart where fans can experience the it, toy firsthand. Do you think that, that there is a Walmart in Darlington? Yeah. Like Duh. in Darlington non Really? As, as well as meeting... Because uh, <laughs> I'm not sure there is, to be honest. Is there another Darlington somewhere other than the one that's next to Stockton? Well, I know. If it's not happening in Stockton, it's not happening anywhere, is it? Well, the uh, Quakers. You know, I yeah. used to work in Darlington. It's a pretty quiet town. I can't remember any NASCAR going there. It's near Croft, isn't it? <laughs> it is one of the nearest conurbations, and I used that word advisedly it, for it's Croft. It's barely closer than Yarm. No, I think it's closer than Yarm. Barely. Uh, I think it is closer, though. Uh, if you go to Walmart in Darlington on Friday, you can meet right. uh, Kyle Bush. Excellent. Everyone's dream. Noah Gragson. Mm-hmm. Who? And the stars of popular YouTube channel that I've never heard of. Right. But yeah, no, but none of us have heard of that those. All these influences that people say have got 20 billion zillion viewers. Nobody's ever heard of them. So. Well, apart from hmm. other youngsters. All right. Let's take a few tweets here. Listening to Midweek Motorsport. Uh, add spec your team in, please. Uh, series 14, episode 33. Uh Kimmy Saxon Ring says, I have two Saab 96 projects for sale if you want a challenge. I don't want a project. I want a car I can go and race. <laughs> that, that, a project, I'll, I'll get divorced if I get a project. It's not good at all. Um, not helping. Carol Brink, who's in Monterey, which is in... California. America. Uh, yeah. Says, 
Shea's totally correct about cranberry sauce in a can. It's not cranberry sauce if it's in a can. Alan Prosser makes the point, and I, I've got to... You cannot, you cannot disagree with this. This is, the, this is great. How can you reseal a can of cranberry juice stuff jelly stuff when all we have to do is put the lid on the back on the top of the jar easy you put it under tupperware and save it for the next day tupperware what kind of what kind of magic is that what kind of what what we do in america sounds like single-use plastic to me Mm. no multi-use plastic Mm. apparently it's um, it's an american thing it was alexander sims was it Ah. who was sponsored by uh cranberries Uh, if you at the responsible item says that noise you've just heard was me falling out of my office chair laughing. Which bit? How far behind are you, uh, Eve? She's not Darlington. that far behind. It's mostly I, about Darlington. I think mostly about Darlington and cranberry sauce. Of course, she always makes her own. From yes. actual cranberries, can I just say. And Which you have bits herself. in it. You have bits in it. We've, we've had courgettes from the gardens tonight and went to the garden tonight. I thought you and didn't like courgettes. I don't like courgettes. I didn't eat them. I was very, very nice. And I, I, I had your spuds last week. You had? You did spuds? Yeah, yeah, you did. You had our spuds? <laughs> Shea's just taking her headset no, off I and made a noise again. Sorry. All right. Shea, I thought Shea, I was falling off her chair. Uh, and Shea <laughs> said, courgette? What's a courgette? And you said, oh, it's a... Zucchini. No. That's what the Italians call them. It's a courgette. Hey, it's a courgette. He, he did a, a duet with Paul Young once. Oh, we did. You're right. <laughs> yes. Very good. Uh, coming up later on this evening, in fact, straight after us, if you weren't listening earlier on, Paul Truswell and Shea Adam joined me for a WEC preview. And we are the only place. <laughs> they we were are far the... more sensible in this show. Yes, thank God for that. We are the only place that you can hear the every single session of the FIA WEC opening round from Silverstone. Uh, we have the team on site. Johnny Palmer, Bruce Jones, Nick Damon, <laughs> Di Binks, and at some stage when he decides to turn up because he's managed to schedule a wedding, not his, by the way, no. at the wrong time of the year, Joe Bradley will be there for about half an hour in the middle of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that's the guys. That's the guys heading in. Um, I'm being asked about sugar consumption. Yeah, I know I saw that earlier. Um, <laughs> uh, and at meantime... The air team are heading to Barcelona. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because at Barcelona, this weekend, is the Barcelona 24 hours. Just looking at this photo of the Saab and the Volvo. Yes. yes. Which the, we can't see. The Volvo. Yes. I'm just look, reading the name on the side of it. It's Mario Hutton. Uh, Mario Hutton. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, that's right. Can I can I roll the about, about about thirty seconds? You know, you say you're the A team. Does that sound for aged and American? Yes, absolutely <laughs> right. Because it's me, Trusses, Marriott, and the Sherman. <laughs> Who's here? And Adam. Yeah, and Adam. Yes, yeah. absolutely. The aged American team against the the real top tastic endurance specialists. Yeah, we've already got one race to do. Yeah. <laughs> Which is three times the length of both of ours. That's quite correct. Two... Oh, there's a picture oh, of last. But you do have two Porsche Cup races as well, Nick. I'm sorry, but the picture's up now. How could you not prefer the Volvo? Oh, how can you not because prefer... Because it's too big, no, it's, no, it's listen, too I'm... wide, it's going to be terrible through the corners. I'm a big fan of Volvo mm. Amazons, but I once drove a Saab, a drove a Saab 96 rally car and no no stop it might have been a 94 which was a two stroke 
Now, I need somebody to remind me which one. Did, had by the 96... No, it was 92, wasn't it? The two, right? 90, ha, sorry. By, by the 96, had they moved on to a V4 four-stroke? Four, uh, four I, I drove a two-stroke, and it scared the living whatnots out of me because when I lifted off, of course, there was no engine braking. And it had a big flywheel as well on that, which was, uh, it was fantastic. It, I loved it to bits, though. Nick says... Uh, built by Saab from 1960 to 1980. Yes, yes. 96, features air 92 bodywork, four passenger, and at first a two-stroke ah. three-cylinder engine, later a four-stroke V4. Right, well, I, I did I drive, I did drive the two-stroke. From ah. 1967, you went four-stroke. Right, I drove an early, an, an early other search sites are available. Um, I did drive in a road rally, sort of, um, at our motor club at Wickham and District Motor Club, uh, I did drive one from one of the members, and it was it's a very trusting mega. Man. It was mega. People have always wanted me to drive their cars, and very seldom do they go back dented. In fairness, or go back at all. <laughs> uh, uh, Kimmy Saxon Ring says the Saab 96 was both. I have the V4. There you go. Fantastic. Guy Martin's got a Volvo Amazon. Yeah, but you can't trust anything that he says. Uh, Michael Hetherington says... <laughs> I've just looked at the prices of second-hand Volvo Amazons. Right. If, if you lived in Stockton-on-Tees, you could buy two houses. Excellent. Uh, Michael £4,000. Uh, Mickey Heth says, what's a courgette? Is it the American fiberglass sports car? Isn't it? I'm sure. Very good. Which I like that. Very good. Very good indeed. Similar shape. Uh, moving on, and keep the tweets coming. This is going to be one of those nights tonight. I'm just it? wondering if this show's going to get breathalyzed, that's all. <laughs> I seem to run out I'm of ice in my drink. <laughs> Always. Uh, our designated driver here. Tim, where would you like to go to next as we head up to 20 minutes, uh, sorry, 10 minutes before nine? I'm not convinced we've finished with bikes yet. All right, we? we'll carry on. No, we've got big news in bikes. Or actually, news we've already said well, has been confirmed. Should we, just before we leave MotoGP, yeah. uh, who's now out of hospital? Uh, I assume it's Dovi. Yes. Andrea Dovi has got himself knocked out in oh a very God, unfortunate first scary. corner. That was a horrible accident. Mm-hmm. At what I still want to call the first corner at Silverstone. Obviously. It is, on that, on that layout, it is. Yeah, it was a, just bad luck. Nothing to do about it. It was a definition of Bless bad luck. Bless you, Tim, uh, by the way. Um, uh, did you see how quickly that bike burst into flames? Yes, because it's, it split the fuel tank. So the fuel tank went down and split and that was But it. what does that also tell you? It's full of fuel. How at full the of start fuel? Of the race. Very full of fuel, and we saw that at the end when Mark Marquez ran out. That was that was a very very tight race on fuel, and I I do wonder if that was a part of what was going on at the front of the field. Not fuel Don't forget, it's all done automatically for them. They got dynamic maps. What? Explain. Explain. The bike knows how much fuel it has, it knows how far it has to go, and it dynamically alters the map. So you can only go as fast as you have enough fuel for? Yes, unless you manually override it. As Literally, as well yes. as metaphorically? Yeah. Hmm. <coughs> when was the last time you saw a bike run out of fuel in a GP? Oh, no, exactly. That was my point. And that's why. As soon as I saw that accident on the first lap, though, and, and saw how quickly that the bike burst into flames as soon as it hit the ground, which says to me that was a very full tank of fuel. Yeah. Because they, fuel tanks typically don't do that, even on a bike. They've got 20, 
this wrong. I can't remember. I'll, I'll get this wrong. It's either 23 kilograms or 23 liters or something of fuel. Um, yeah. and, then, and then Marquez ran out literally on the slow and down line. Yeah, so they got that slightly wrong, but yeah. Mm. They were probably, probably pressing the boost button. They have the a boost, boost map. button. They have a map. They just map. They've got a map change. Yeah, 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 yeah. But is that why he burned out his rear tire then? And was he having coughs? No, he burned, out, he burned out his rear tire because it's a, the new surface was incredibly hard on tires. Hence the reason every single rider apart from um, Mr. Quattrato uh, had gone for hard hard. Quattrato. Quattrato had gone hard hard. So that's what... Um, and we uh, never saw what happened to him because he yeah. fell off right at the beginning. And so the, and the, it, was just, it was a tire limited track because it's new and abrasive. It looked fab. Mm-hmm. looked really fab. Um... I have a question, and, and we were talking about this earlier on in the WEC preview. If you didn't hear that, you'll hear it after this show. Mm-hmm. Did they resurface a bit more after Formula One? Yes, they did something else after Formula One. They had another, they had another dressing of some areas, I think. Around Brooklands and Luffield. Mm-hmm. Right, thank you. All right, then. Well, when you hear the next programme, <laughs> and Paul that. puts me right on that, just put... Just <laughs> put yourself right again. Just remember. <laughs> just remember that, then. I wasn't as dippy as I thought I was. Uh, right, OK. Uh, and the rest of the weekend was great. Uh, the drive, uh, the riders... In fairness, I've, I've got to give the riders a bit of credit because given that they gave Silverstone so much stick last year... And then the next week, in just as wet conditions, uh, the British Superbikes went out and really showed MotoGP up. They did at least take to social media and say how good it was, and they thought it was the best ever TM. And <laughs> But I've got to tell you, Nick, that surface looked absolutely billiard table smooth. It looked fantastic. You've, you've done track days there before. You know where all the wibbly yeah, bits are. It, but, it, but don't forget, it was not as bad before they resurfaced the first time. It was just old. So therefore, you were used to it being a little bit up and down. And uh, and the, there were a couple of kind of, I call them rumble strips. But it was, it was a bit mm. weird areas. So obviously, in the braking area gets mucked about by downforce cars. But it wasn't it wasn't unpleasant any more than any other old racing circuit. But I, obviously, they resurfaced it last year and they got it horribly wrong, didn't they? Hmm. And then they did it again, mm. and again, and again. But that's good. Yes. And fair play, as I say, for people, for saying it was good when they called it out before then. Uh, Tim, moving on. 520 years ago, right? Okay. Amerigo Vespucci went to Aruba. Jamaica. Ooh, I want Jamaica. No, she did it voluntarily. Okay. Uh, oh, very and good. next year, yes. uh, Scott Resing will do the same. Oh, very good. Very good, Link. Marvellous. Going to Aruba Ducati because Scott is moving from uh, British Superbikes and taking Alvaro Bautista's place at the head, well, theoretically equal head, of um, the World Superbike effort from Ducati where when Bautista has gone to collect a final or a reasonably final payday from Honda. That was the world's biggest crowbar to get that in there. <laughs> it's brilliant, though. I like it. Point. But yeah, no. So, so Scott has, has done that thing where he's got he's, he's been kicked out of um, MotoGP, gone down to rebuild, and it's worked rather well. Certainly financially, it's worked rather well. And it obviously, does him puts him back in a world championship and another Brit in a top race bike. Yeah. He's going to really annoy is it Gregory Lavilia who, who runs World Superbikes and was fed up with Jonathan Ray last year and now Jonathan Ray looks he's going to do it again and and now more Brits and they're going oh like that. Like that? Yeah. Uh, what are they going to do? Oh, excellent. Oh, no. And we have Shea Adam here. Hello. Yeah, excellent. Who's not British? <laughs> Let's move on Actually, to... Actually, She has a British... She is uh, entitled to a British passport. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. And a Canadian one. Nope. No, no, not Canadian one. Canada. She may have a Canadian flag on her fire suit, but that is the... See, 
that would be one of your quiz questions. Share Adam, Canada, England, America. Which is the odd one out? Not England, actually. Great right. Britain. Scotland. But yeah. yeah. Scotland. All right, Great Britain for the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, and the only one that she's not entitled to is Canada. Mm-hmm. 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 Moving on, Tim. Uh, we're moving on to four wheels. Ooh. And to Formula One. Hooray! Oh, didn't get to the theatre quick enough. Not anywhere near quick enough. I wish everyone could have seen that, though. Nick's jump up in the air <laughs> to celebrate, and John's jump in well, the air I've to had, grab I've the fader. Um, I've had... I've been going... Uh, too early. <laughs> <laughs> we just had an ow from next door and from the whole audience as they're caught up on the internet. Sorry about that. Go on, knock us out. F1, brilliant. Formula One fans are rejoicing with the news. <laughs> it's back. Apparently, uh, that the 2020 calendar will feature the Grand Prix of Spain. They're, literally, they are slamming the car doors in Kensington tonight. They're so chuffed. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's Financial woes. That no one will get from past the 1970s. No. Um, Financial woes had put the event in doubt earlier this year, but funding secured from the local government of Catalonia has guaranteed the race's presence. For one Listen, year. Listen, I'm one year only. I'll tell you what, Shay and I will go at the weekend and check that the circuit's okay. Shall we Could, do, yeah. that? Could yeah. you do that? Make yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Well, just um, check. Yeah, so they they effectively they, they've managed to stick the arm of the local council up its back and, and get the cash for it. Oh. And was there ever any doubt? Yes, there was, no, there was that that was doubtful. There was never any doubt about the British Grand Prix. There was never any doubt about Monza. That was all just posturing. There was doubt about Mexico. There was doubt about um, Catalonia, and Germany was always gone. So see, I don't think there was any doubt about Catalonia because they wanted to. No. They basically wanted to say, um, in a language that is indeed Spanish or indeed Catalonian with lots Catalan. of X's in. No, the X's, is, that's not Catalonian. The X's is the, is the Valencian language. All right, okay. X's in it. Um, they, but they wanted to say, we are here, we are the world, uh, we are the children. No, I think, uh, and I all think of that. they were scraping around for the cash. And I think it has politically played well for Liberty. Cause it's, it's managed to bump the number of race up to 22. So I think that yeah. they, they probably got a little bit of a... A helping hand, you know, a few quid off because it was going to help politically get the uh, number to 22. With a, and, and the race they're adding, of course, is a race all the teams like. If you're saying, right, we're going to go to 22 races by going to Botswana, teams are going to go, no, we're not doing that. That's that ridiculous. But you say, oh, well, we're rescuing Catalonia. They go, oh, fair enough. Yeah, we go, we go testing there. So it's quite a good political little thing, that. Mm. The decision to continue to stage around in Spain, a country with a great motor racing tradition dating back to the start of the last century, is part of our strategy of maintaining Formula One's European roots. I think it's the start of the, one but lo- the previous <laughs> last century. The start of the last century would be a. Oh, no, hang on, I suppose. Uh, Didn't I suppose it start with the No, you're right. No, no, you're right. That's right. That was, I, I, I've misinterrupted can, you there. Can I just say, though? It's in Catalonia, not in Spain. Quim Torra, president of the government of Catalonia, said mm. throughout the 30 years we've integrated this event in the industrial politics of the government and the Formula 1 Grand Prix at Circuit de Barcelona. Catalonia is an important tool to stimulate the economic activity of a country in terms of tourism as well as the automobile and entertainment industry. Moreover, it gives us the opportunity to show the way the Catalans are, how we work and what our country is like. Uh, yeah. What's the guy's name again? Quim Tora. Hmm. Who's your first name? That can I? Mm. Okay. That's just. What is industrial? What did you say? Industrial. Uh, industrial policies of the government. There we are. Mm. That just means we've had to give them some money and now make up a reason for it. 
Is that the Catalonian government or the Spanish government? Well, the Catalonian government, yeah. I thought the Catalonian government was kind of like not happening at the moment. Ever yeah, since but they tried that they, coup. They, they've done a deal with uh, Liberty, I think it was a, so someone must be there. I think it was a democratic vote that you know said that they wanted to leave. That so that would no, be fine. See, but see, it wasn't actually a legal vote. It was an illegal vote. It wasn't. So that's the difference between a democratic vote. It was illegal. So, but didn't everybody vote? No, people didn't take part in the vote because it was illegal. But everybody was allowed to vote. Just some people. No one didn't. was allowed to vote because it wasn't didn't legal. Exist. Hmm. But people voted. Uh, Andrew Muggeridge says, "Maybe I'm missing something, but I don't seem to get why you guys seem to have such a downer on Mark Marquez." We don't have a downer on Mark Marquez because he's very good. He's a brilliant rider. Yes, but he. Need... It's a fair point, Andrew, and I know what you're saying. But, but... he needs to learn to carry himself as a champion. I, I can't add to that, so we'll move on. Add spec entertainment. Uh, and on on Twitter, of course. Who are we going to see on track in Spa? What's it, oh, Spa? I know this. Uh, oh, I yes, know this. Who, who, who? Uh, Latifi. Latifi's getting a, a practice session with Williams. Shay's read the press release. But they, she had, actually put her hand up there. She actually put her hand up there. Ooh, 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 yes. I knew this. I thought you were going to say, what are we going to see? We're going to see Alexander Albon in a Red Bull and we're going to see uh, Pierre Gasly in a, in a Toro Rosso again. If you've been following on social media, you'll have seen that already. Well, we, we all knew that anyway. But it's all it's, it's just all going. It's all going. It's, it, it, it just F1's back. And actually, the key thing really is what is going to happen over the next couple of days about driver announcement. And I have an opinion about this, about the driver situation, which I'm having a finger held in front of me. Right, just before we move on, who was that bloke that we said had said that thing? Apparently, Adrian Michael Ray says it's pro- it's pronounced Keem. Just as well. Um, Kim. Yeah. Keem. I have Keem. a... St- I th- driver announcement. Yes. Because it seems very likely we're going to see an announcement um, about the future of Respan Ocon at the weekend. Right. And if... All of Let's the... just remind everybody who um, doesn't really care about Formula One. Where is he at the moment? He's Mercedes test driver. Right. Uh, it, just before the Hungarian Grand Prix, uh, Toto Wolff, who's a very good man manager, announced he was he going to spend he was going manager. to spend the summer break deciding between Valtteri Bottas and uh, Esteban Ocon for the second uh, car drive within Mercedes for next year, accompanying Lewis Hamilton to the championship. Sorry, accompanying Lewis Hamilton uh, <laughs> during the season. Um, which is fine, if that's what you're going to do. But once you've said that, realistically, you have to take Esteban Ocon. Because it makes no sense yes. saying that unless you're going to change the drivers. Mm-hmm. And now it so appears, what happens to Valtteri Bottas then, who's 30 tomorrow? Well, now, now it appears Happy that they're birthday. going to have Esteban Ocon is going to go into the Renault, to Renault, which is fine if it happens. But what is the point of saying you're going to choose between the two drivers and then cho- not choosing Ocon? Because all you've done is, once again demotivate Valtteri Bottas. Surely, if you knew you were going to choose Valtteri Bottas, you'd give him a big fillip and go, Valtteri, you're not fight. We've yeah, got we're not going total anywhere. Com- we've got total confidence in man. you. Enjoy your summer break and knock yourself and out and come, and come back, back and fit. race for us. And you think, that that's just really bad man management. If, you, if you're not going Which to do it... Which is not very total, is it? Yeah. If you're not going to get rid of Ocon, sorry, you're not going to you know, swap them over, then don't say anything. Hmm. And that's what surprised me about it. I mean, I have no issue with either of them being in either seat, but you think, if... As they well, now no, because you don't have to pay them. That is true. Advance. Ocon is going to go to Renault, uh, which will free up, um, I say free up, will result in a freedom for Nico Hülkenberg. Um, that's that's interesting, and it's a good change, and Ocon probably deserves it. The only other thing you have to say, does it actually mean that uh, Mercedes are thinking that they might have a better bet full-time in Russell? Because the problem they've got hmm. is they'll come at the end of 2020 before a huge regulation change, 
with Hamilton out of contract. And no guarantee he's going to stay with them because he, he may at that point have seven world championships and think, I'll try my hand at Ferrari, whatever it may be, or I might retire, I want to go design. And so they therefore think that they've not put a backup plan in place. So they must have a backup plan. So therefore... And by that you is... don't mean... Hang on. Beep, 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 so what beep, is their backup beep, plan? Beep, beep, Do they have first dibs on Verstappen? Because you play the tactics through... Unless they have a signed, sealed, delivered contract from uh, Lewis saying he's staying past 2020, this decision makes no sense. Hmm. There'll be more Formula One news after this. I've logged Mark in the shed, so I get to say, still to come on Midweek Motorsport. Well, apparently there's more Formula One. Tim's already said that, (laughs) which Nick is very happy about. Uh, We'll have a Barcelona 24-hour preview uh, share, <laughs> share me, Andrew Marriott and Paul Trusswell uh, will be there for that. And the rest of the team will be at Silverstone. Uh, we'll have some IndyCar as well and much, much more, including your tweets on at Specutainment. I've got a feeling this next hour could go horribly, horribly wrong if we're not careful. Tim is up in London. Share and Nick is with, are with me here at Hindoff Towers. Stay with us. Midweek Motorsport Series 14, Episode 33. Midweek Motorsport on RS1. That was longer than I remembered it as well. Uh, Shea uh, is here. Nick is here. Ah, fewer. Um, And where would you like to go next then? F1. Who's starting to think about his future, Nick? Well, a lot of us really, you know, need to plan for the future. That's Who, sort of who's thing. at a certain age where not knowing uh, where he's going to be after December is uh, becoming an issue? Vast numbers. And Valtteri Bottas turned 30. Roman tomorrow. Grosjean, so, tomorrow. Someone, someone who's tomorrow older than Valtteri Bottas. Uh, Christian Horner. Roman Grosjean. She said she's put a hand up again. Oh, Doesn't she's work lovely. on the radio show. <laughs> she's lovely. Hulk. Hulkenberg. No. Older. Older. Lewis Hamilton. Older. Kibitza. Oh, I've already kind of given up. Sorry, I've already kind of dismissed him because he's he's well done. As everyone says, he's the hero of every race he takes part in, but he's not going to be there next year. I'm starting to think about my future, he told uh, Polish media during a sponsor event at the weekend. Yeah, he also had a go at George Russell for saying that that his fans were nasty, didn't he? We did that last week. No, he's had a go back. Oh, really? Yeah. He said that George Russell shouldn't say his fans are nasty. Well, even, even if his fans are. are nasty. Yes, that's not the point that you shouldn't say it. One ah. thing I know for sure, I'll take a decision that'll give me the most joy. For now, I don't know what I'll do in 2020, although there are plans, but not everything depends on me. The situation is like every year, you have to be patient. Well, here's one thing I'll tell you. He's not going to drive a uh, prototype because he had trouble doing the test at the prototype he's at Bahrain a few years he's ago. He's not going to be driving a team awful... Williams, Williams either, because that's going to go almost certainly Nicholas Latifi, because he's got spondulies. What's uh, one of the reasons uh, that Formula One has a mid-season break? Um, so all of the staff can have a proper break for a couple of weeks, go on holiday with their friends and recharge their batteries in a very nice HR what, sort of way. not with the families? No, no. Nice HR sort of way. Wasn't it because Bernie could go and count his money? It's not no long one enough. That's not long enough. Family. All right, okay. <laughs> 
Go on then, why then? Because that, that's my answer. Yeah, because uh, obviously working all those uh, consecutive uh, weekends forever. Uh, yep. does uh, mean you're prone to injury. Yes, it does. Uh, who managed to injure himself while on the mid-season break? The man who should be playing on a simulator, Lando Norris. Yes. He's done his foot. What? Training. What? He, he, he went for a run and broke his foot. Or twisted did his ligament, I think. Yes, he's, he's wearing a big boot, apparently. So A Glickenhaus boot? Yes. Is it that a bigger boot? <laughs> Massive boot. So That's a huge boot. boot. So he's been uh, limping That's around, but, but apparently he's going to be uh, he's going to be fine to drive the car because it was a while ago. I don't, I don't think he broke his foot. I think he did a ligament, I think, John, um, Tim. Oh, sometimes ligaments can be worse than a brick. Yeah. Yes. But it's, uh, it's, Do you know I've got no ligaments in the, in the outside of my right ankle? Oh, that's why he lasted one game of squash. That's not true. I, I pushed on hard after that. Mm. Mm. He did actually, in fairness. It was very painful. Oh. That was years ago. It was, it was years ago. <laughs> Anyone who uh, has ever met John or Nick will be questioning the uh, picture in their head now of them playing squash. No, it I was very, very competitive. Nick's very lithe. Hello, love. He's the, he's the person we all despise because he runs five k's and has a gym in his oh, garage. Remember? No, leave me alone. I remember the gym in his garage. Yeah, mm. I ran another five k at the weekend, by the way, everyone. Did you? Yeah. Did you manage to do it under twenty minutes? No, I, I, you really I should went be sub doing half it under twenty. Sub half an hour. Yeah, I'll still walk it in half an hour. Of the fourteen hundred people in my age group who've ever done this particular event over the seventeen years I've been running, I'm now in the top eight hundred. <laughs> No, it's good because I've got. I, I was. So I was not sure you should be bragging about that. You're, you're in the bottom last half week. of them. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's 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 a you know, I've just started, and I and more importantly, next March I go up in age groups. It gets easier. <laughs> <laughs> How's the relationship between Frederick Vasseur and Kimi Raikkonen? Who's uh, Frederick Vasseur? He's the head of Sauber. No, oh. Sorry, Alfred Mayer, sorry. Right. Uh, and they're having a lovely time because Kimmy's so easy to work with and so easy to manage. He just winds him up, um, gives him an ice cream, and off he goes and drives around and gets a point. Uh, he said it's working perfectly. Mm. As is Lando Norris's angle, because as Nate Hall points out, he was work- walking absolutely brilliantly on the Montreal GP grid <laughs> last weekend. I mean, he had his boot on. If you look at some of his social media stuff, he was, he was, he was pictured with his boot when he was sitting down. Das boot. Das boot, right. Tell me more about Kimmy and Fred. Um, that sounds like a, a children's book. They formed it? a beautiful relationship. Um, they're it's going sounding more together, like a children's book. And they both share an interest in greyhound racing. He likes the atmosphere. <laughs> we have discussions. <laughs> uh, I'm more than happy with the current situation. He's doing a fantastic job in the car. He's coming to the factory every single week. He's fully committed. Couldn't be better. Yeah, he lives 20 minutes in the factory. It's not like a big thing. He's not flying in from like... You know, from Vienna to get there, he's just basically just driving down. He's probably driving in an Alfa Romeo Quadrifoglio, which is a lovely thing to from drive where? in. From where? I was just thinking. I was trying to think of a European city. Right. So Vienna is nothing. Very nothing to us. Nothing <laughs> at all. I should have gone for a further one. I should have gone for Helsinki, but I'm sure he wouldn't live there because of tax reasons. So. Uh, oh dear. Oh <laughs> 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 We've broken Tim. Everyone, Tim's finally broken. 14 series uh. in. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to talk about the race who's going to win what's going to happen go where, on then where are they this weekend they're at Spa 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 right mm. I'm going to ask you something right how well do you think Mr Gasly will do in comparison to Danny Kvyat mm. I think he'll do pretty well this weekend at Spa do you think he'll beat him yes no I don't I think as well 
Yes. I think he'll just. I think he will. Pressure will come off. Yeah. I think he'll beat Albon too. Ooh. He can't beat Albon. Um, no, the car, I think there's too much of a car gap Ooh. for that. This is a good question, though. I think it's, I think that's unlikely, but it's a nice call. Um, yes, I think I think this could be his his. I'm, I'm hoping this is going to be his his reset savior. Um, I can't see him ever getting back to the Red Bull his team again. His reset savior. Yeah, because otherwise he's only going one way, and that's out the whole program, isn't it? Mm. And then, mm. and then, yeah. So realistically, this is Ferrari's chance. When did Ferrari last win a Grand Prix? Last year. Exactly a year ago. Huh. They haven't won a race for a year. What to this date? To this, to the last race they won was the, was the Spa Grand Prix last. Oh year. right, I see. I see what you're saying. They've managed yes. not to win a race. They've, they have managed to shoot themselves in the foot on like six different occasions and managed to lose a race, but it's a pretty poor performance. Um, 367 days since Sebastian Vettel won an F1 race, and therefore says Ferrari. Matthew Hindman. Yes, exactly. So I'm just thank you, Matthew. Very good. Thank you for that. Very quick. That Very came good. There's some speedy typing. Give them delay in the first place. I, I think he may have. Um, I think he may have us. preempted us there. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so it's it's an interesting situation in that uh, they are coming into their best two chances. We all think to win. Yes. Uh, she's put out. <laughs> Adam. Sorry. She's put her um, other hand up this time. Didn't Kimmy win in the states last year? Yes, but Kimmy wasn't. And he uh, was Ferrari. That's a brilliant because, answer. Because that was a really good race. No, that's actually really interesting because that no, is... No, he didn't win, did he? No, 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 no he, he did. did. He did. He did. That is really good because I've been reading stuff and people <gasps> have, have subsumed Fettel for Ferrari. Yeah. Even though Ferrari did win a race since then. Yeah. Well, I'd like to... I'm, I'm now handing oh. over my F1 expert role to no. Uh, Shay. No, please, and, I don't want uh, it. No, you've got it because that's <laughs> no. it. No, sorry. It's all gone. No. Right, hang on. Let's just check to see. I, I would not have remembered that if it hadn't no, been for my year. home race. It was last year. And then was that after? Yes. It was in October. US, it's about three races November. later. Oh, I'll just go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Number one. So, USA. I've fallen in this... Everybody else is wrong. It's not a year since Ferrari won. It's a year since Fettel won. I'm sure there's 100 people on the on the text going, I knew all along. But if you actually read several items, they've been going that Ferrari hasn't won for a year. When Ferrari have won for a year... It just is Vettel hasn't won for a year. So you've done exactly what you told all the listeners not to do. I know, and I've I listened read all the to. rubbish. Don't I've... read the rubbish. Well, I'm I literally... Mm, I know, Nick I... Dearman. You know what it is? Hang your head in shame. It's, ex- it's all the exercise, you see. It's just, just addled my brain. I need, <laughs> I, need to, I need to go back to sitting on the couch, uh, looking at the internet and eating chocolate. Uh, uh, that's obviously much better way. very healthy. Michael said, how often does RC Racing, Nick Dearman... Let the gym in his garage out for a bit of fresh air. Well, I actually, I was in it. Oh, gosh, I was using it today. Has, gym, yeah. has Jim fixed it? Is it not? roller that you've got? Just, <laughs> no, I've got his watch. Um, <laughs> still haven't had a someone, Grand Prix. Someone, uh, actually, someone actually came up to me at the um, World's Fastest Gamer and said, uh, look, is, it, is that the watch? I said, well, no, because the, the watch I won from Jim doesn't actually work. <laughs> there we go. Oh, it was a Rolex, a, though. It was a Rolex. Now, it does, in fairness to Jim, it, did, it does work. Pretty well, a bit. bit. But no, the auto wind doesn't work, but you can manually wind it. Right. Okay. But yes. Inkable. So, so I, I have this the Tudor. Uh, you listen to Midweek Motorsport. It's Series 14, Episode 33. We're heading towards a quarter past nine here in the UK. Coming up after us, we have the WEC preview. Paul Trustwell joined us earlier on this evening uh, with Shay and I here uh, in the UK as we start to chat, sort of laconically about what might happen in the WEC this year and it ended up being um, seven hours later yes it was a bit like that it was actually very good however what Paul did give us was all of the pit stop strategies for the weekend 
Really? Yeah, you need to listen to that. They're a four-hour race. Yes, but it's not just a four-hour race. And in some ways, a four-hour race with three drivers is harder than a six-hour race. No, I agree entirely. I don't know why they've got three drivers. And Paul said that, but that's for the whole championship. Uh, except for the people who are losing drivers to Formula E. But listen tonight, straight after Midweek Motorsport, uh, or download from uh, radio-show.co.uk. Tim Gray's up in London and would like to take us where? Um, quick question, but I'm just going to say right now, I actually think, I do actually think Ferrari are going to win this one. I know you're going to say Lewis, but I actually think Ferrari are going to win. Oh, for, sorry, Formula 1. You completely threw me <laughs> out there. <laughs> because I was... We'll just finish F1, and I think Ferrari are going to win, but I'm not saying which one. The rest of us have already finished Formula 1. Uh, fair enough. Who needs to... Uh, As have Ferrari, frankly, <laughs> this year. <laughs> Who needs to be taught a lesson? Sorry, which We've moved oh. on now to a different championship. He what, said we've what, finished what, Formula what, 1. Shane knows the answer. I, I think I do, but I'm scared to say it. Is it, it someone did, who was racing in perhaps um, put a hand up this misery time. last week? Is that Misery, Missouri? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be um, Mr. Ferrucci. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Ferrucci. No, Santino Ferrucci, the second coming of the greatest driver ever, according to the NBC commentators. Let's gloss over everything he's done wrong, and let's just because he can just—he's an American, who happens to run near the front of an oval race. Couldn't be more chuffed when he got shuffled down the order, can I just, and when he fell off, just... and he's a danger, and he needs to apologise for a lot of stuff before I'm. Going to be prepared to believe him. I'll be disappointed if people think I'm a whiner after giving my assessment, said Joseph Newgarden. Rarely do I ever try and put someone in their place when I think they need to be put in their place. He needs to learn a lesson. Mm. Needs to learn a lesson. Well, basically, from a champion saying that. That is that is indeed a champion. Mm -hmm. He takes someone out of the last lap. Well, no, no. He was struggling. He made a mistake. What he did was very risky. I told him that. It's really a racist thing. Hopefully he gets that. When you go to big rovals, it's a bigger potential problem. That's how I feel about it. Not my words. The words of Joseph Newgarten. Mm-hmm. Serious question. He... So he's a rookie? Yes. Mm-hmm. He comes with a bit of baggage. Yes. Right, which we've talked about. and you know, more I, and baggage I've... than Terminal 5. Right. <laughs> <laughs> throw. Otherwise, people won't know what you're talking about. Um, we, we've said... To be fair, Terminal 5 is not very good at baggage handling. It breaks down all the time. Neither is Santino Ferrucci. <laughs> um, uh, but, but, you know, we said a Pocono, he did some good things. Then we get to Gateway, do some bad things. But if you're going to get behind somebody, why don't you get behind an American driver who's actually won a race this year? Like JoJo? Well, yes, or a you know a young American driver who's won a race this year. Well, like like Colton Herter. Not exactly old. Hol- Colton Herter. Holton Curtis won a race this year. Alex yeah. Rossi. Alex Rossi, another young American driver. Um, Ryan Hunter Ray, former American champion. He's not, not that young old anymore. No, no, no. No, but he's still. He's no, still but young. if if you're talking about if you're talking about the next generation, then yeah. surely Colton Herter has to be amongst it. And, you know, what is it about Santino Ferrucci that everybody's getting so excited? When I say everybody, obviously, I mean the TV commentators. Well, not just the TV commentators. Some well, Dale Earnhardt uh, Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. thinks he's great. Uh, but he has got some uh, great PR people behind him. Really? And, of course, his engineer is everyone's favourite, uh, Mike Cannon. Hmm. That I did not know. So Ferrucci has raced on one, two, 
three, four. That was his fifth ever time racing on an oval. Mm-hmm. And he's finished fourth on three of those ovals. That's pretty good. So. All right. No, that's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm saying that, you know. Yeah, I, I give him credit for that. Whether we think he's a nice person or not, that's a different thing. That is a completely different thing. And he's clearly proved himself not to be a nice person. But we're talking about people getting behind him in terms of his driving ability. People, for whatever reason, right now in the United States are flocking towards polarizing figures. And Uh, someone uh. who stands out like that tend to get people Uh. who don't like to be conformists on their side. Fair enough. Good call. Okay. I think he's still the... uh... I'm glossing uh, over most, that. Most lap completing digits. Yes, no, no. And, of the and I got that when you asked that last week or the week before. I got that straight that's, away. That's, I'm sure most lap completing is not the best way of putting that. No, no, but he's the completingness. Yes. Yes, he's the completingest. He's actually turned the most laps. Uh, first, I told him I was sorry, and I was getting out of the marble so I didn't hit the wall myself, said Santino Frucci. Second, last lap, last corner. I'm not pulling over to let Joseph by. Mm. That hang on, that's two different answers. No, yeah. but that was like no. I'm avoiding an accident, and I'm blocking you. Yes. Yeah. So it's one or the other. Either you're blocking him, or you're avoiding the accident. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been Michael Schumacher there, so he's obviously brilliant. Because we all love Schumacher when he did that, didn't we? Well, only in the UK, in fairness. No, no. They, 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 they even yeah, people don't like that anywhere. Uh, we're down to three drivers who can win the title now after uh, Scott Dixon failed to finish. Mm. Which was heartbreaking because he picked up a stone through the radiator on the first, first lap. First lap! Yeah. And his crew still went to work and still fixed ah, the car no. and still got it back out. Chip Ganassi's boys and girls, they really do never stop. Uh, it was... I felt sorry for Dixie. Uh, he's, he's, you know, but he's, he's not there. He's not been right there this year. He's had a couple of good results. Still a good year for him. He's a, he and Emma are expecting another baby. Ah, which so, is fabulous on yeah. a personal level. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, the rest of the race, fabulous. And we talked about this last week, about Takuma Sato winning. That could have been brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> had a go at him, and I said... Oh, he should have been bad. banned. Well, he shouldn't have been in that race. He should have been banned. He should have been parked. He should have been parked for several Well, it was very races. good. It was very good season. He's such a youthful podium. Yes. Um, <laughs> which was him, him Tony Kanaan and oh, I can't remember the third Ed, Carpenter. Ed Carpenter yeah so it's great so the I, average I, age was 41.3 41 yes and I was sitting there going this is, <laughs> this is what I want from my, from my uh, up and coming uh, no it was great I mean it was it, it obviously it was, it was shuffled around by that late yellow which favoured three or four of the drivers who were running it long yeah. but you've got to be in it to win it and that's what happens in IndyCar and Ovals and all those drivers would have been disadvantaged by that as many times they've been advantaged by it in, and I thought it was great and they held on really well we ended up with the closest finish or the fourth closest finish ever um, as um, Carbon got a run on Takuma over the over the line, it was great. I actually managed to. I get... really enjoyed. It. I, I normally, I, I'll be honest, with IndyCar, I kind of, I always have it on tape, and I'm quite fast forwardy with oh, it. Oh, I've just put my hand up there. <laughs> I'm quite, I'm, and I'm <laughs> quite, I'm quite fast forwardy of it. But, I but actually... you did not fast forwardy. No, I watched it all. I I went to bed very late because I started. She was at South Boston Speedway, and uh, watching Jerome Blake and all, and and his his race was delayed, but did get to see. Nick Tandy, say a gentleman's spot. Oh, no, that was Saturday, wasn't Drivers. it? Drivers. Yes, so that was Saturday. No, was Sorry, Saturday. forget that. No, the, no, no, no it, was. Saturday. it was. It was a Saturday night. That was, night was Saturday night. night. That's right. And it was a night race. It was. 
Actually, I just got back in time to, to watch it. it. Just a little bit earlier, so you get to see more of that sunset because that's glorious. Agree. That's I, a reason to go to Missouri. I got back just in time to see it and watched pretty much all of the race, and I thoroughly, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's an interesting race track at Gateway because the two uh, ends of the track aren't the same, and they're not that high banked and I really really enjoyed it and that's what Saturday night Speedway open wheel racing means for me I thoroughly uh, thoroughly to, enjoyed it the race intro they're getting, they're getting the numbers through the gate there aren't they as well oh yeah which is it good it looked full well it, it full but and, it, it looked good and on, busy. A, on a pure, purely parochial thing I just wish that Sky would just pay a few hundred quid to get someone to fill the gaps. Oh, no. No, no, they're like very, no. no, they're very long, some of the gaps. There's no. no one good enough to fill the gaps. I, I absolutely agree. There's nobody Alex, who can Alex add. can fill the gap. No. 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 What they should do is pay a few hundred quid and get the American commentators to stop talking and then restart talking <laughs> again and do a proper international thing. You feed. mean like motors? No, no, just do like, you know, what we do when we do an international feed anywhere in the world. Because it isn't that difficult. But really, I don't want to hear somebody in a studio somewhere else who's not got a clue about what's going on at the track or what the weather conditions are or anything else. I want to hear the Lee Diffie. I want to hear Lee Diffie. Um, the other two. You're less I, keen about Paul Tracy, are you? No, I quite like Paul Tracy. I like so what he adds. I, I don't necessarily it. agree with everything he says. I don't necessarily agree with what Townsend says. The problem I had with 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 seriously, and I say, and I've got to be very careful because because this is what I do. My ear is, and I'm going to say this because this is not a this is not a criticism of the two guys. My ear isn't attuned enough to tell some of those guys apart in their accents, hmm. and I and I struggle to, to work out who's talking. Um, Townsend Bell sounds like Brian Till to me, and um, I, I, Brian Till has got a soft Texas accent. Um, and best wishes to Brian, by the way. Um, but but I, I I just find it a little bit difficult to tell who's talking sometimes. Lee, obviously, he's Australian, so I can't understand a word he's saying. But that's <laughs> why. No, I'm only kidding. Good night, but, mate. But but um, but that I just find that. A little bit difficult sometimes, but that's my ear. I'm not necessarily criticising, and in fact, I'm not criticising. I'm not criticising at all. But but I enjoy the American commentators. I enjoy what they give to it. I enjoy the enthusiasm they have for being there. Townsend was bouncing backwards and forwards between there. And, and racing with us at VIR. Yeah, he missed all of Saturday because he mm-hmm. was out in uh, Missouri, so he didn't get any running in the Lexus after FP2 until morning warm-up. So uh, he was a busy boy. But Nick, you're you're a commentator. Commercial break comes on. Just talk at the TV. That's what I do. I don't do that. <laughs> Where are we going next, Jay? Uh, wherever you'd like, Tim. Should oh, you I... mean IndyCar? IndyCar. Portland. Yeah. Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. The, the winner of the race in Portland has gone on to win the title ten times. Not last year. That was Takuma Sato. It was, I was last there. year. Were you? Yes. So Takuma Sato's won a, a race early this year. He's won two races this year. Hmm. Last, last year he won year it was Portland. his first since he won at Indy. Correct. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, those ten uh, were Bobby Rahal in '87, Danny Sullivan in '88. Emerson Fittipaldi in 89, Michael Andretti in 91, Alonso Jr. in 94, Alex Zanardi in 98, Gilles de Ferran in 2000, Cristiano de Mata in 2002, and then Sebastian Bourdais twice. 
Wow. wow. So therefore, it's not been won by the person who won in Portland just as many times. Yes. If correct. not more times. Yes, uh, They didn't race Well, no, because they stopped racing They stopped racing for a long time. <laughs> I'll put my hand back up again. It, I, really, I really miss going there. I really miss going there. So who wins this weekend there then? Well, since 2008, the driver who's led the championship with two races to go has failed to win the championship five times. Out of, Ooh. Out of 11. So put money on Pikachu right now because Simon Pagano is going to come away <laughs> with the championship. Pikachu. <laughs> when he races in the yellow Menards car, he... Where's the bright yellow fire suit? And he does look a bit like Pikachu. That's very funny. And he is one of the uh, exceptions. He's one of the drivers who have won the title after leading the two races to go. Ooh. Really? Joseph Newgarden. You've been doing one. homework. Can you stop actually preparing for these programs, or, Tim? Or is he reading the IndyCar email? Uh, the uh, Grand Prix of Portland fast facts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no. Points lead is ever safe, apparently. Ryan Hunter Ray trailed Will Power by 36 points with two races to go in 2012. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And still won. And yep. still won. Uh, Dario Franchisi overcame a 25 point deficit to Ryan Briscoe in 2009. Yes, because the thing everyone's glossing over is that the final race is double points. Correct. Yeah. Which, that, which, which effectively things. means we've got three races to go. If you, yeah. if you if you last up the final race, you are in, in, in big problems. Even if it's, even if it's not, not your fault, you get taken out or break down. Uh, so far this season, we've had seven different race winners and seven different pole sitters. Mm-hmm. Not always pole sitter winning, obviously. No. No, indeed. Uh, it's a it's a tough little track, Portland. I really liked it when we used to go there in the American Le Mans series days. It was really hot last year, really hot. There's a lot to like about Portland, the Pacific Northwest generally, and the racetrack itself. It's tight, it's twisty, uh, it, you laps clock down quickly you've got that big long drag strip of a front straight then you've got all the wiggly bits on the back side of the circuit. I, I like the whole atmosphere of being there and you get a good turnout there you will get a good turnout there there's not a lot of places for people to go because you can't go around the far side of the circuit so you're all all the spectators are pretty much down the front stretch and down towards through the first chicane and down to that uh, the third corner the big long right hander uh, it's a really, really nice little track. It'll be worth it. It's, when's that? Is that two weeks' time, Tim, or is that this weekend? No, this, this weekend. weekend. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And then they have a break until the week after we are at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. They're going there, too. All right. Okay. Uh, two drivers who are going to take part in this year's Portland race mm-hmm. got their first ever race wins at Portland. Who are they? Dixon? No. No. His first race win would have been in New Zealand somewhere, wouldn't it? Oh, oh do you mean, oh, not IndyCar win? Oh, no, their first Ooh. ever race win. Oh, see, I didn't, listen, I didn't listen to your question there properly, like, you know, mm. RC World Champions. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Helicopter. I've actually met Frederick Sederberg now, won the Power <laughs> Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Two drivers You need in the to field. let that go. Yeah. You really need to it's let that go. It's a long time for that one to go, I can tell you. <laughs> Still talking about it 15 years later. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Hunter Ray? No. No, Ooh. come on. Get, tell us. Graham Rahal. Uh, won really? Star Master in 2005. Wow. And the following year, James Hinchcliffe got his first Atlantics uh, win. Oh, I would have lost money on that. Well, hit, but that oh. wasn't Hinch's first ever race win. Professional. It's his first ever pro- professional race win. Wow. Oh. Okay. Right. Uh... 
Don says Simon Pagenaud will forever be Pikachu from now on. <laughs> In fairness, Tony Dezino and I have been calling him Pikachu for about three or four years. Okay. So. Well, catch but, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. Who's that yellow bird that is sponsoring? Big bird. Big bird. No, no, there's a yellow <laughs> bird who, it, 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 I don't know, it might be a NASCAR. There's a, there's a mascot, which is a big yellow bird. Big bird? No, that's <laughs> Sesame Street. Woodpeckery beak, little yellow thing. Tweety? Is it, is it Sunoco or something? Or is it some sort of yellow no? product? Oh, is it... You mean the Firestone bird? He's red. No, no, no. It would be, be Pennzoil or something. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, obviously, yellow. I'm in the completely wrong place. Well, that's my memory. Can I just say, it's not worked for you then, that has it? <laughs> no. <laughs> There is a big yellow bird. It's also an advertising product. I have no idea what it is. You're listening to Midweek Motorsports Series 14, episode 33. We're talking American sport at the moment. We've got half an hour of the show to go, and then we'll be talking WEC with Paul Truswell and Shea Adam kicking off this weekend at Silverstone, and the still, still, sorry, still, uh, still, the only place to uh, listen to every single uh, session of WEC from Silverstone this weekend is here on at the RSL Radio Network. We'll be on RS3 for that this weekend. Uh, meantime, on RS1, Sound and Vision, we'll have a few pictures as well for everything bar the first practice session. Uh, that will be from Barcelona. And the 24 hours of Barcelona. Which I'm very looking forward to, having been there for a while. Uh, moving on, Tim, what do you have for us next? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm Googling yellow... Yellow birds. She's doing exactly the same. I mean, too. Well, <laughs> I, I do know the one that Nick's talking about, and I don't know what it's for. And I found a picture of it, and all it says is you can buy this uh, costume at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it's not associated with Walmart, that's just the way you buy stuff. It's just a yellow bird thing. And I can't remember what races I've seen it hanging around at either. <laughs> Send it in the Google chat, see if I recognise it. Or all in right. the Skype chat. Right. Is it is it that one, Nick? Because that is the Firestone bird, but he is definitely red. No, 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 no. The Firestone no, Firehawk. It's, it's not yeah, that one. That's but different. It's, yeah. No, it's the yellow. I'm, I'm... I know exactly what you mean, and it's sort of a flappy. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, yeah. Uh... Is it that one? No, no, it's not that one. That's more of a chicken. <laughs> that is a chicken. Yeah. That's a chicken. It's a little. It's <laughs> rounder and flappier, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's got a much bigger beak I'd than the Firestone one. To, to give the listeners at home an idea of the picture that Tim has just sent through, if you watch Family Guy, it looks like the chicken that Peter always gets in the fight with. Ah, very good reference. Neither do I. Well, people mm. out there do. I'd spec Uh Right, half uh, a quarter of the show still to go. And uh, just to uh, prove that we are live... It's uh, 3-1. Get in. <laughs> back of the net. To Burnley. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Everton have come back from losing a goal in 21 seconds in the Carabao Cup against uh, Lincoln City. Newcastle are drawing it uh, against Leicester. Chef Wed and Nils each against Rotherham. Forest Green still 0-0 at Bournemouth. I think that, I will think that's a result, I think, to be honest. Uh, moving on. Uh, you mentioned that this weekend is... Uh Wack at Silverstone. That's not the only race you can see. You're not just getting four hours of uh, racing if you go to Silverstone no. this weekend, or even if you're listening to it on RS3. Correct. Because there is also a round of the European Le Mans series. And while the World Endurance Championship is just starting its season, uh, the European Le Mans series is about halfway through. Yes, correct. 
And I, I rather wish you'd given us uh, fair warning. Which is rather confusing as well, because I, I, I was think, thinking about this. Hang on, no, because they're halfway through, so I need to work out what's been going on in the previous three rounds. Well, you just need to ask uh, Johnny Palmer, because he's commentated on all him, of them. If I ever find him, I will. <laughs> you as well. <laughs> John, Johnny Palmer is is a myth. He's you a will o' the wisp. You? He's a myth. Uh, the yes, we are at the there's two rounds to go after Silverstone. It'll be Spa on the 22nd of September, and then Portimao on my birthday weekend, which I'm very much looking forward to going to. Uh, and are you going? Are you? Commentating on yeah, I'm commentating oh, cool. on that one. Um, looking forward to that one at the end of the season. Let's just go for the glory. <laughs> Never mind the rest of the season. Let's let's just go for the. For the excitement, uh, and I'm, I'm doing a road trip for that as well, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, so, so it's Roman Rusinov. Yes. And uh, Jörg van Uytert, who uh, lead the championship in uh, LMP2. Uh, and Jörg van Uytert is um, actually carving a bit of a reputation out for himself, to be honest. He's doing very, very well indeed. Uh, LMGTE. Mm-hmm. Alessandro Pierguidi, yes. Nicholas Nielsen, and Fabian Laverne. Yes. Oh. Driving a car. Ferrari. Excellent. Ferrari. It's a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. 15 points, which is equivalent to a second place. Yes. Christian Reed, Ricardo Pera, and uh, Matt oh, So Christian Reed's doing double duty then this weekend. And the two first guys that Tim just mentioned there, they're in the WEC and right. the GTEM and a yep. Ferrari. Right, okay. So lots of people do. Mm-hmm. It's only four hours, though, isn't it? I mean, it's not... You know, They're lot, both only four hours. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it's the four hours of Silverstone by two this weekend. Yeah. And Nigel Moore and Martin Hipper lead the LMP3 Drivers' Championship from uh, Mikkel Jensen and Jens Peterson. Hmm. Right. Is that Peterson or Peterson? Uh, it's probably Peterson, mm. but... I'm just saying that just to be contrary, or contrary. You, You, contrary, never. You would also get uh, two rounds of the uh, Porsche Carrera Cup Great Britain. Yes, this is an interesting one, isn't it? Who would you two uh, be racing at uh, Barcelona? Uh, But we're worried about uh, getting stranded due to Brexit, so uh, decided to move their race to Silverstone instead. Yes. Dan Harper is leading that championship. He's won virtually every race. Or it feels like it. He's actually only won half of them. Hmm. So not a Roman D'Angelo's performance then? Not quite, no. Um, but this is Carrera Cup, remember, so yeah. that it is a bit different from the IMSA GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. Um Lewis Plato is in second. The, yes. These are all is pro. He a relation, by the way? He's not. No, no. not at all. So and that's he's, JTR. He's in second, having only won one race. Correct. Hmm. But he, he has had off. some penalties. He had he had a couple of points penalties, didn't he? Yes. Mm. Uh, Josh Webster's third, George Gamble fourth. Seth oh, no, Paris I thought, hang on. I've, I've got Josh, George Gamble in third for oh, Redline. No. Oh, with 49 you, points. You're looking at some very old points. Uh, oh. I'm looking at the Porsche website. Porsche <laughs> GT3. Uh, well, website, Josh Webster's got 50, uh, 60 points now, and uh, George Gamble on so 57. So it's not been upgraded for, upgraded for instruction last week, then. Uh, last. It would appear not. Because I'm sure I haven't got that cash. Obviously, the uh, the webmaster at Porsche has been on holiday. 
Uh, and then in the uh, Prime category, Esme Hawkey is leading the championship mm-hmm. by just one point ahead of Carl Leonard. Uh, GTR? Yes, leading the team's championship. Uh, that's... Um, Joe Tandy Racing. Joe Tandy Racing, Joe Tandy isn't Racing. it? Who have just announced... Far more important than leading the Porsche Championship, with due respect to Porsche, who I love to bits, they're entering endurance racing. I know. I can't help thinking this whole conversation now is you angling to get one of the drives. I've oh, already been, been on that. <laughs> no, Nick's already told me, oh, does that mean I've got to build another car? <laughs> car, sorry. That's Nick Tandy, not Nick me. Yeah. Nick, they are entering the... The Enduro Car Champions, CAC Championship. That, that was the first time out of the weekend. If only we'd been able to get a hold of Johnny Palmer, he could have told us about their race. How they'd got on. on Saturday. Yes, exactly. Right. No one knows where he is. Or if he is. That's too, that's mm. too existential for me, love. <laughs> uh, so that is round what of what? 17 of 14. They normally support British Touring Car Championships, don't they? Do, they do, yes. Um... <laughs> Sorry, full-time at Burnley now, so... I've got a history with going to Burnley, and it's not good, is all I'm saying. Um, Premier League opposition? No, no, I once went there on a New Year's Eve, and it didn't end well. It's not as bad as when I drove from Gillingham to Torquay for a match, got to Torquay, and the game was called off because a, train, a, a, a tree had blown onto the, uh, the terraces about ten minutes beforehand. Oh, I went to uh, Burnley on my birthday <laughs> once... That was a terrible match. <laughs> Good birthday. So basically what we're saying is nobody likes Burnley. <laughs> I've never been birthday. to Burnley. With, oh. the, with apologies Sorry to anybody to. who lives in London. I've been to Burnley Hospital, but that was professionally, right. illness-wise. Uh, moving on. Uh, Matthew Eldridge, Will Heslop, Nick Naylor and Justin Roberts were the winners of the uh, Enduro car. Excellent. Hmm. For whom? What the, What was the team? Let's a give team them a... K-A-R. Oh, very, very good. good. I see what yes. they did there. <laughs> And where's the next round, Tim? Yes, it is. Excellent. Moving on. Six-hour races, those are. I, I am desperate. I, I'm so disappointed. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong sheet. I'm looking at the classification at the end of the first hour. They may oh. not have won. Oh, OK. They Ooh. didn't win. Oh, no. Oh, hang on. Hold the press. Adam Smith, Martin Smith and Barry Ward. Four. Uh, Octane Junkies in the 111 car were of the course. winners. And Nelson. Team KAR finished second. Oh, disaster for them then. There we were, built them right up. And the next round is? Yes, it is. Excellent. <laughs> good, good. If only Johnny was here. <laughs> he might uh, not know that either. No, probably not. Uh, moving on, <laughs> Series 14, Episode 33. Lots of excitement at the weekend. So we've got Porsche Carrera Cup, we've got ELMS, and we've FIA got... WEC, and from the Circuit of Catalonia, the next round of the... Uh, Hankook 24-hour series in the John and Shay going to tell us all about it. Well, wait a minute. We've already done the WEC preview, which we're not going to, so shouldn't Nick tell us about Barcelona I, to keep it fair? I think Nick, Johnny, Bruce <laughs> and uh, Joe should do the well, preview for the, the 24. In fairness, mm-hmm. I've done more rounds than Shay. Yes. And the same number as you. I think you've probably done more than No, me. no, because we've done the two rounds, we, but neither of us went to Portimao, which Joe went to. Right. And this is the fourth. We both did um, uh, Mugello du- and Bruno. And Dubai. And Dubai. Oh, wow, well, yeah. I've done, I've done quite a lot. No, because Dubai doesn't count, because this is the European Championship. Yeah, so good. Spa. Well, it is a Dubai. No, not oh, Spa. Oh, I Spa. Yeah, Spa, Spa, Port Spa. Spa. It's part of the Championship of the Continents as well. It could be. This is the first one that Joe's not going to. Is it? Because he's with us. 
Oh, really? So, Joe is the more ever-present of Creventit this year. Right. But you're now go past me, and I won't be able to catch you up, because we're both going, going to uh, Cota, you see. Yes, and I am going to Cota, and I will be in the company box at the moment. Do we need to get the And again, that's another request for Drive from John Hindoff. It's the fourth one <laughs> of this episode on its own. So, coming up this weekend, then... John will ask for more drives. Bar- <laughs> I'm just taking my licence with me. 24 hours. Uh, so, Barcelona 24 is a contiguous 24 hours. So, it, it, it does run from midday on Saturday to midday on Sunday, Central European times. Um, all the usual suspects in there, plus a few extra, because well, people do like to be there. Who's, who's not there, then? You say all the usual suspects, but when I started doing my homework on this yesterday, there mm. were two cars from Herbeth Motorsports, and now there is one. All oh, right. So one of the cars has dropped out, and it's the car with... Um, well, presumably the 911's still there. 91. Oh, 91. 91, sorry. Mm. I, yes. Negative. Oh. It's the other car that's really? still there. There is no car anymore for Robert Renauer, Daniel Alleman. Yeah. Exactly. John's well, giving the international surprise face. Right, this is my international. Um, it is a second car that they are running for. The 92. 93. 93. Yeah. Uh, Edward Lewis Browner, Stefan mm. Oust, uh, someone's name I'm going to have to ask for permission on how to say, because I have no idea. Uh, Vincent Kolb and Klaus Backler, so the first Austrian name. Oh, Czech Demic. There we go. Yeah. Oh, you... Ah. Yeah, so... Well, that's interesting. So that's the first... Qu- well... We need to find out then, as soon as we get there tomorrow. Well, we can find a Renauer and ask him. Well, he won't be there. No, they'll they still run the team. So it's, still, it's still on the entry list here. It's not on the um, provisional entry list dated August twenty eighth, the PDF version. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? It's on the. It's on the I, I can't knows? imagine they're not going to be there, surely. It depends. Because if there's a twenty four hour race and a Porsche is going to win, then it's, it's going to be, be a them. Boring white Porsche. Yes, yeah. absolutely. What's Trusser's going to talk about? <laughs> Very good point. Uh, uh, sound and vision, by the way, for everything after first practice. We'll have uh, first practice in audio only, and then it'll be sound and vision for everything else. Uh, obviously, the TV takes a break during the night, so that means we do as well, but there'll still be onboard cameras there. Um, Good-looking entry list. Get a lot of uh, Spanish entries. It's a core promotion with the Royal Automobile Club of Catalonia as well. So, and the other thing is... You get a lot, you get a lot of um, you know, TCRs and, and lower classes there. Yeah. Because it comes really from the, the previous event, doesn't it, which was run by the, um, the RA... RACC. Yeah. I, I like that event. Uh, and around about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, all of a sudden the place fills up with spectators, which is extraordinary. <laughs> You know, we're leaving at midnight because the TV is shutting down and we're going to get a bit of shut eye and come back in the morning. And the place is absolutely buzzing. It's a really good field in terms of quality of classes. I mean, the GT4 class, which it, I say only has four cars because we're spoiled with the plethora of GT4 cars yes. in the Michelin Pilot Challenge. But you look at all four of them, Pro Sport Performance, Hoffer Racing by Bonk Motorsports, Orchid Racing Team and Sor Sport, and all of them are stacked with good lineups. So it, even the the smallest class in terms of capacity, really, and I'm not taking into account uh, SP4, which only has one class because I'm or one car in that class, because I'm pretty sure they'll be reallocated in somewhere else, so they yeah. have a little bit more competition. But 
GT4 even is going to be worth watching for the majority of the race. Then you look at A6, and you've got it broken down into Pro and M. We've got Darren Law filling in for Shane Lewis, who uh, had an injury while training back home in Florida, so he won't be able to take a part. But Darren Law, Daytona 24-hour winner, Thunderhill 25-hour winner, he thinks he knows what fun is at a racetrack because he's done Thunderhill so many times. He has no idea. Okay, um, I think we've. I've got the list of the 28th of August, and that's got the 91 car in it. All right, okay. It's got a back. How? How? Because I just downloaded it again, and all of a sudden the 91 yeah, was gone. 91 there. Okay. It's so panic over. Panic over. It's, so it, it is it's a proper race. Issue. It's a typo issue. Don't right. Worry. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. All good. Um, not a proper race unless there's an AF course or not. Well, there's a. There's well, a, there's a Scuderia course. Praha. A Praha there, yes. <laughs> so there is a Ferrari. Ah. They added Sven Muller and changed classes. Oh, That's so what the difference is from yesterday. They've, they've gone, gone into pro. pro. They ah, were in AM yesterday. Right, okay. Excellent. Thank you, Nick. Excellent. Very that, seemed, good. that seemed unlikely, that was all. Um, yeah, that, it's a great event. Uh, the track lends itself to endurance racing, I think, really well. And I'm looking forward to being down there this weekend. And Shea likes that area of Spain so much, it's going to stay on for a couple of days' holiday. So. Just one. Okay. Just enough to go swim in the med. What are you going to have on your pizza? Um, hopefully not a necktie. Mm. Between two pieces of bread. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Donde este el oficina del objetivos perdidos. Right, okay, that's all very good English. And why do you need the Lost Objects office? Because <laughs> I'm in Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. I'm in Grindelwald. Okay. You're... Your one line is much better than Than Joe's one line, Mm -hmm. so I will give you that. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's this weekend. Uh, We've got everything. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We've got everything from Silverstone Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. Uh, Johnny Palmer will be leading the WEC commentary. Yes, uh, with (laughs) along with Bruce Jones, Nick Damon, and Di Binks. Joe Bradley will turn up if he feels like it. Frankly, with a hangover. I hope not, because he's got to drive down, so <laughs> probably probably not. So he's going to have to be sensible for his best man speech for Gary Dodds. Good luck to Gary and Anmar, who are getting married on Friday and then heading off on Sunday for their um, honeymoon uh, to Barcelona, just as we're leaving, actually. No, they're not actually leaving. That'd be quite funny, though, wouldn't it? It's a long one. Wrong song. <laughs> so, meanwhile... Meanwhile, Meanwhile the Saxon ring. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, going on? Yeah, Are absolutely. Uh, so that's that's all happening this weekend. Uh, got a bits and pieces of other stuff, or do you want me to do one of the bits of sad news? One of the things all right, okay. that has stopped me from becoming invested in V8 supercars okay. is the fact that uh, the race is happening in the middle of the night. You, when you say investing, you don't actually mean putting money no, into a team. I mean you mean investing your time. Investing my time yes. and brain into. Not TGR, which would be Tim Gray Racing, obviously. Oh, yeah. oh no, that's happening. Now it's happening now. <laughs> it's happening no, there, now, there is it? a Tim Gray Racing. He uh, is very good in radicals. Mm-hmm. Ah, really? Yeah. He's been in Creventic before. He and, has, um, yes. And, uh, is, that a, is that a G-A-R-A-Y or E-Y? It is, yes. Yeah. Okay, Tim Gray. To the extent that uh, I had a conversation with... Um, Tim Gray Motorsport, that, actually, in fairness. Yes. Right. Um, 
What's Bob Berridge's wife called? Amanda, Amanda uh, Stretton. Stretton. Used to be. I had a conversation anymore. with Amanda Stretton. Uh-huh. Bob's ex-wife. For quite a substantial part of it, she believed that I was that Tim Gray. Oh, really? <laughs> mm. Excellent. Very good. I had right. to be right, though. Uh, I'll be honest anyway. with you, you don't look like a racing driver, Tim. No, but he, he could he could run a team. Oh yeah, no, you could. No, you could, yeah, you do like an you look like a, an engineer, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I can see you see you with a clipboard and a computer, absolutely. Uh, next year, uh-huh. uh, the Australians will find out how I feel uh, really? because uh, mm-hmm. on next year's calendar, the Gold Coast Six Hundred is in the middle of the night. And and why will they find out how you feel? Because middle of their because night. you're going there. Oh no, it's in the middle of their night, so it'll be early morning. Yes, it'll, it'll, it'll be lunchtime. Lunchtime, Afternoon. nearly. Well, I've got no clue. Honestly, time zones, I just don't Basically, do time zones. the race is taking part, place at the weekend in Australia, so it's Tuesday morning. <laughs> Somewhere. Right, it's, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> All right, calm down. Somebody explain this to me. The Gold Coast Why race not? is now a night race, therefore it's taking place like 9 o'clock at night in Queensland, which is 11 hours ahead of us, so it's about 10 o'clock in the morning at the start. So it's Saturday, Saturday afternoon? Yes. Right. By growing major events like the Gold Coast 600, we're creating tourism jobs. By upgrading lighting along the course, we can make the Gold Coast 600 one of the most iconic motorsport events on the planet. Our economic modelling shows us to boost revenue by 25 million Australian dollars. How many? Wow. 25 million Australian. What, what's we that? should have had Creelzy on to do this, but unfortunately, every time I sent him a, uh, an email this week to ask him about anything uh, that was going on sport-wise... He's just ignored me. <laughs> Can't imagine what that was about. <laughs> Can you, you weren't mentioning anything about, you know, how no, one... No, no. No, you didn't mention anything. Although about... I did like the fact that Carlos Sainz said, I'm in the UK at the moment, and apparently the, 55, the number 55 is really, really popular. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Ben Stokes' number. Again, look it up if you don't know. Moving on. Shane knows. Yeah, she's just been watching cricket. We watched our Vitality T20 the other night. Don't I, I have been trying. Mm. It's I, very I easy. You see, it's not because because a few people have said, think about this 360 degrees uh, of baseball uh, where you have to bounce the ball rather than just pitch it. And Shea said, oh, I don't understand baseball either. Oh, baseball is the easiest game to understand. It's easy to understand. It just goes on for too long. I've been trying to call. Got beer, it doesn't. I've been trying to call Creelsey, and I've kept saying to him, Creelsey, I'll call you any time you want between four <laughs> and six, <laughs> and he, he hasn't. He hasn't yeah. replied. I don't know why. So that confirms <laughs> the uh, place He'll of get me the back Gold for that, Coast. Right, go on. Still one test to go. That confirms the place of the Gold Coast on the uh, calendar. Mm-hmm. Um. Which, as we reported a few weeks ago, was in doubt. Townsville has also confirmed its spot. Oh, really? Good. And that means that missing out on next year's calendar are Queensland Raceway and Phillip Island. No! No penguins. Yes. No Phillip Island? It's not no a Phillip car Island. track. It's... Oh, no. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I th- I, I that stand and start down to the first corner. No, it's a bike track. It's, one of the it's great... a bike track. It's not a car track. But, but the good news is that Stadium Super Trucks is coming back to Gold Coast, so they'll be jumping under the lights. You're probably into the lights. 
Uh, you can look incredulous. It's what I feel. This is my incredulous look. Which works well on radio. <laughs> well, the fact that I'm not talking, people knows how I, fa- <laughs> how I fail. I'm just, I'm I've had an opinion on everything tonight. Uh, seriously. Sorry, I've had an opinion on everything since 1962. Yeah, that in is fairness. True. But Sometimes that... two opposing ones. Well, when when required, <laughs> yes. When, when someone agrees with you unexpectedly, then yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Move, uh, move your position immediately. In February with the Superloop Adelaide 500. Superloop? Yes. Loop. Superloop. A no, loop. loop. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, sorry, I, thought, I wasn't being rude there. I thought it was an oil company. Umpa Lumpa. <laughs> All right. Uh, then there's the Melbourne 400. Mm-hmm. Sporting Grand Prix. The Tyre Power Tasmania Super Sprint. Sorry, will you go back to the start? When does it start? February 20th. February 20th to 23rd. Right. Mm. That's three weeks after. Bathurst. Bathurst. You see, you could see uh, yeah. my fear. Yeah. Tim, although he is several miles away from where I am, clearly could see and hear. Tuned into your brain. My mind ticking over to see if it was worth staying over. That's where I was about three yeah. hours ago when I read the calendar. Yeah, okay. Right. And obviously they do have a... Uh, pre-season test at the bend in that gap oh oh yeah Ooh. and we know somebody who lives not only about an hour and a half away from there we know a few people who yeah, live a yeah. couple of people hmm. uh that same uh weekend of the bathurst 12 hours uh is also uh world Endurance championship is interlago so i know uh. which one i'd pick and well i don't have a choice so uh, yeah, we've all been to Interlagos. Johnny Palmer's the one who's who's going. Oh, you're kidding me! We've all been <laughs> to. In- oh, you're kidding me! No, it's fine. Look, I'm sure that uh, we can, we can, we can. We Nick, can... would you like to go to Australia? Oh, if you insist. If Johnny's got to stay and do Interlagos. He's the voice of WEC. I was tempted to go to the Asian series. He's the voice at the bend. Uh huh. Which is same weekend as Dubai. Twenty-four. It's in January at some point, isn't Same it? Same weekend as Dubai 24. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I can't go to that. Although John, I've been John asked. And I were talking about it. Well, he can't go to it either, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, April the 24th to 26th is the ITM Auckland Super Sprint. Right. May the 15th to 17th, the Pertec Perth Super Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, June the 5th and 7th is the Truck Assist Winton Super Sprint. Oh, really? Right. Uh, See, 20... I just want to call that the Dale Winton Super Sprint. They're bringing back Supermarket Sweep. Oh, yeah, with, with Rylan. who? With, with Rylan. Rylan Clark. <gasps> Do you know who Rylan Clark is? Well, she's Exit's American. Guy, big team. No, she? no, John no. doesn't know. No, it wasn't me. John doesn't know who Rylan Clark is. Well, <sighs> he's, he's obviously not young enough. Not, not even what is down he, with the kids. Is he famous for being famous? Yes. Right, okay. But he's actually quite good as a I, presenter. I, I've, heard him, I've heard him doing a trail on... BBC Radio 2, maybe? He's got Radio 2 show now, yeah. Yeah, he sounds awful. Well, there we go. Okay. Has his mama on a lot, apparently? That, no, that's on Gogglebox. This sounds just like Dale Winton, show on Radio 2. Yeah, right. Uh, Big loss, Dale. The Wattpack Townsville 400 is June the 26th to 28th. Fantastic. Uh, I think it needs like hundreds of kilometres, aren't they? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, four weeks, no, sorry, three weeks after that, it's the Betty Z Darwin Triple Crown. The what, Sorry. The mm. Bet Easy Darwin Triple Crown. I didn't know it was legal in Australia. Mm. Uh, Aus- August 28th to 30th, the Sydney Super Night. September the 18th to 20th is the Bend OTR 500. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, October the 8th to the 11th, we'll know what happens then. 
Uh, October the 30th to November the 1st is the Vodafone Gold Coast 600 night race. November the 20th to 22nd is the Penrite Oil Sandown 400. And the season ends on December the 4th to the 6th with the Coates High Newcastle 500. Bathurst Ooh. clashes again with Petit. Yeah, I know. But Newcastle. Every year. No, not, not every year. year. Didn't happen last year. And I, and it has not clashed in the past because I, I remember a year when Martin Haven and I might have been talking about it. Uh, let's do a few tweets in the last few minutes of the show. Alan Prosser says, amazingly, Burnley have spent more time at the top of the Premier League in all its history than Spurs have. I don't think that's amazing, really, as somebody who's man- ma- uh, married to a gooner. Uh, we've got... Uh, 91 is on the online version of the entry list. Yes, okay, good, excellent. Uh, Randy Brown says, I'm not listening to Midweek Motorsport Live, but from the tweet notifications, I'm saying... I'm sure I should be looking forward to catching up with the podcast. I'm <laughs> scared to catch up later. I'm not sure which. Scared, Randy. Uh, yes. He's going to listen all the way through and go, oh, right that, at the end. That sounds like some sort of terrible thing. I've been scared, Randy. Uh, just leave that hanging there. Um, <laughs> sometimes silence does more than speaking. Alan Prosser says, it's not a proper endurance <laughs> event until we've seen. From you. From me. From me. Less is more sometimes, Nick. Less is more. Uh, Alan Prosser says, it's not a proper endurance event until we've seen, and you'll appreciate this, Nick, Mm -hmm. a Birmingham screwdriver, duct tape, cable ties, and... The iPhone torch. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Other uh, (laughs) smartphones are available. Uh, uh, He also says, I'm absolutely stumped as to why Krilzy hasn't replied to your emails. (laughs) Well, I heard, didn't didn't you actually ask him for uh, a um, a summation of a car he was driving? He had no reviews left. Right turn, lover. That was funny. (laughs) I just left it. I've just left it right there. It'll get back to Krilzy. This is not going to be... I was going to... I was going to take a World Cup England shirt <laughs> for next year, and now I, I don't now. By next week, we've lost the next test. Well, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> By this time next week, we'll only won day one. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, oh, fantastic. Uh, RTL says, does Spectatement know anybody close to the bend who aren't in the cricket? RTL, I know you live in Switzerland. Everybody in Australia is in the cricket. That's so right. the answer would be no to mm. that. I will have to go... Cap in hand. Yeah. But not England cap in hand, no, obviously. No. A baggy green in hand, I'll have to go. If I'm going to find somewhere to stay at that point, I'll have what to play. Daddy? What? She's Australian. She's into cricket. She's into sport. Yes, but you haven't been offending her like you have Crailsy. <laughs> She's Australian. She'll be offended by the fact <laughs> that, <laughs> Australia, Australia. That, that Australia threw away several good chances to win a test match and hold on to the Ashes. Because and of their poor tactical uh, thinking. And and the fact that Steve Again. Smith, who's not supposed to be captaining the team anyway, wasn't on the field, but obviously is still captaining the team, and therefore he was missed more as a captain figure than he was as a batsman. But that's, you know, that's only my opinion. <laughs> Steve Smith was a great wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. Um, <laughs> you, you were going to call that. Can we Act- go to an Aussie World football game while we're down there? Actually... Krilzy and I should do a cricket podcast Aussie because Krilzy and I have, when we actually do talk about cricket, we're actually very respectful of each other's sides. I've heard you're so close together you can't get a piece of sandpaper between you. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. It is. You're just causing trouble. <laughs> All right. That's it for this evening. Uh, this weekend, 
on the RSL network, we oh. present a choice of listening mm-hmm. and viewing. <laughs> uh, on RSL 3, uh, everything from Silverstone, starting on Friday, that's WEC, ELMS and the Porsche Carrera Cup GB. And among the voices you will undoubtedly hear will be Johnny Palmer, Martin Haven, Nick Damon, Bruce Jones and possibly Joe Bradley, if he can be bothered to get there. <laughs> Meantime, on, on RS1, it is the 24-hour series at Barcelona. No, not you, Dad. And that will be Shea Adam along... Oh, sorry. I've, I'll tell you who I've missed out of. I'll tell you who I've missed out of the WEC. Diana Binks as well. No, will you did say her earlier. Right, no, but I missed her out of that one. So Di Binks will be at Silverstone as well. Uh, meantime, at the 24 Hours of Barcelona... It'll be Paul Truswell, Andrew Marriott, Shea Adam and me, John Hindov. Uh, Tim Gray was up in London tonight. The responsible adult was can everywhere. I, can I go back to something no, Shea said quickly? Oh, go on, go on. There were two wide receivers called Steve Smith. Yes. But only one of them won the Super Bowl. Four. The New York Giants. Ooh. Well, she was talking about the other one. From the Carolina Panthers. Yep. Yeah, we're all experts. Remember, she's a realist girl, really. Yeah. The other one didn't play for the Carolina Panthers, so it must have been the same one. Mm. The other one played for the Kansas City Brigade and Buffalo Destroyers. That's not the the made-up league. Is that that, the lingerie league? That was the indoor league, wasn't it? Uh, Vince McMahon did a league, didn't he? Did he? From the WWE, yeah. They set up a a, a rogue NFL substitute league that failed after about three years. The one who won the Super Bowl with the New York Giants Mm -hmm. played for the St. Louis Rams Mm -hmm. and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm Mm-hmm. This is one of the most in-depth motorsport podcasts around, isn't it? <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Join us at the weekend. We've got live stuff. The responsible adult tonight... He was tonight... manager of Huddersfield Town. <laughs> 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 Who played blue and white, which is my skill colours. Um, we, uh, we we have a choice of listening this weekend. RS1 is the 24 two hours. Two high jumpers called Steve Oh, Smith. stop! <laughs> Just stop with the Steve Smith thing. And don't forget, of course, that Steve Smith is, a, he is one of the major characters in American Dad as well. And a motorsport journalist. I brought it back. Ah, oh, well done, Shea. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> RS1 for Barcelona. <laughs> this weekend. And the WEC are on RS3. Uh, and we'll be back next week to do it all again. The Thank you to Dex Brennan for being with us and talking relatively sensibly about MotoGP. Uh, the responsible adult has been everywhere, albeit about 30 seconds behind tonight, which has been very <laughs> funny, hearing her laugh from the office next door. Tim Greer has been twiddling the knobs and making sure it all went on. Stay tuned for the WEC preview. Paul Truswell joins uh, Shea Adam and me, John Hindoff. Uh, earlier on this evening, we, uh, we aired that, and I know there were some problems, so great to be able to turn that around so quick and thanks to Tim for that as we we look at all of the four classes in the WEC uh, this year which kicks off this weekend at Silver so there's no time to explain because the llama oh he's wearing a Steve Smith costume (laughs) this programme is a Radio Show Limited production tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com